Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 14, season two of Points and Penalties. For all our listeners, we'd like to remind you to please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. For our viewers on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to our channel by clicking the little PMP button in the bottom right-hand corner of this video. No matter how you check out PMP, be sure to give us a like and a follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Points Penalties. Once again, my name is Yosh. With me are my co-hosts, Kevin, Jesse, and Peter. Kev, same old, same old. Started up with you. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, let's get it out of my little cool. I'm having a Cameron's Brewing. It's an um, Indian Pale Ale. It's a Jurassic IPA. Strong beer at a 6.8%. Oh, shit. Starting us up big. That, that's a tasty beer, Kev. I've had that one before, and it is tasty. Let's go, Raptors. That's yeah. why I pulled that one out. Oh, yeah. It's nice. I'm going to drink these two pretty quick. Do you feel like a dinosaur? <laughs> Jesse, what are you drinking today, sir? Well, I am drinking Coco Dojo Imperial Stout. It's from Prince Eddie's Brewing Company. And it's with banana, coconut, coffee, and vanilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a strong one, boys, at 10%. Oh shit! Yeah, and you're gonna be up on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm give it a try because this is gonna probably be one of my last ones for stouts because it's getting warmer. And I don't like stouts, and when it's warm out, oh, that's a lot of flavor. <laughs> Good flavor, <laughs> bad flavor. <laughs> yeah, flavor. It's, yeah, it's, it's a little hard flavor. to tell right now. There's a lot going on with the banana. <laughs> Coconut and vanilla. But uh Peter, did you be 10%? Uh no. <laughs> what a surprise. So I, I've got a Bose full-time IPA. It is bold, hoppy, and aromatic, according to the can. And it uh it just comes in at six percent. Strong beer though. Strong beer says says it on the can, but uh not strong enough today. And we'll see if it can. Stay out of the bitch seat, depending on what Josh brought to play. Uh, so, what'd you bring? Well, I'm rolling with Collective Arts. Uh, it's uh, out of Hamilton, as we know. This That's one is a good time. <laughs> <laughs> this one is called Radio the Mothership. And it's got like a, I don't know, a dead fucking ranger or something. And the other beer has got something totally different on it. It's the same beer, but it's got something totally different. So, anyway, uh, this is not anywhere close to the bitch beer. But it's not also the champ beer, so I'll take second place this day, this day at eight and a half percent strong beer double IPA. It's gonna be pretty good. I'm gonna give it a whirl right now. See how she goes. Sorry, Pedro. I'm I'm terribly upset about it. Mm, that's tasty. It's embarrassing. <laughs> right, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Should be. All right, guys. Big fucking weekend we had. The, uh, the NBA is finishing up the regular season. The Masters was on. The, uh, the NHL season is coming to a close. And probably the most exciting thing for us all, or at least three of the four of us, <laughs> was the old MLB coming back and opening weekend for the MLB for the Blue Jays. Uh, Jess, our fantasy season starts this week. Hells yeah. And uh, it's just it's just been a great weekend for sports. Why don't you start us off with the MLB, Jess? Yeah, so big start Thursday. Uh, we didn't get to see our Jays then, but oh well, we had to wait. 
and oh, what a wait it was. Man, they open up. Our starter really shit the bed there, Barrios. Only one fucking out that he could get us. Yeah. And we were down 7 nothing in no time. But we have the Jays lineup. The superstar lineup that does not know the meaning of too far behind. And they came roaring back to beat the Texans 10 to 8. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome watching that because it was up 7 nothing, and I was pissed. <laughs> yeah. There we all. <laughs> I made a few really big bets. Actually, some of them came true at the end because of uh, home runs, so I was pretty happy about that. And I made most of my money back. But, yeah, so this is uh, 1,471 days the Blue Jays sold out a ball game at the Rogers Center. And that was March 29th, 2018. And this was the first opening day in three years. <laughs> so huge for the Toronto Blue Jays fan base here. Sucks our guy that we paid a bunch of money to didn't show up. But it was an abbreviated spring training, so I don't really think too much of it. I think he'll rebound. I'm not worried about him at all. Yeah, me neither. It was nerves. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think you're right there, Kev. It was, it was definitely nerves. At yep. the beginning, there's and, pressure there, right? Like, I mean, everybody's talking about the Jays being a top end team to win the World Series. There's going to be pressure there, right? And everybody thinks that they need to come out and win the first game 15 nothing, right? That's or come back seven nothing. <laughs> hey, that right? works too. Yeah, yeah. That works too. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay with that. I was bummed. Uh, yeah, I did turn it off and then I was reading everything in the chat and I just put it on my phone and watch, was watching it. Well, wife was watching something else on tv but i was getting super excited and she told me to be quiet a lot <laughs> <laughs> i got winston all riled up too just like it was uh when the rams won the super bowl he got really excited too and you still bringing that up oh, i'm gonna be i told you man <laughs> i'm gonna be terrible all season about that because they won a championship but we're talking about baseball and there was a big ceremony beforehand. Uh, Teo, Vladdy, and, and Simeon got their Silver Slugger Award. And Billy Aaron, wife of the late Hank Aaron, presented uh, Vladdy with the 2021 Hank Aaron Award, which was That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. It was awesome to see it. I was happy to see all this stuff go on beforehand. I was really pumped. It got me going, but I think it did hurt uh, Barrios a bit, waiting all that time. Yeah. I think that had a lot to do with it. So big win for the Jays coming back. Uh, they didn't get it today. They were up big and uh, the Texans came back, which sucked. But you can't win all of them. What? You can't? No, no, no. And we'll get into how many uh, wins the Jays will get. But I got one more other piece of information that was huge. Uh, Jordan Romano, local kid, grabbed his 25th consecutive converted save opportunity and this is continuing from last year tying him with tom hankey from 1998 for the most in club history huge news for this i hated that guy hankey couldn't stand him why not half the time the guy lost games and he may have a good record but every time we went to watch him there was 25 consecutive ones where he (laughs) put together (laughs) (laughs) it was just uh no i just never liked him 
<laughs> did you <laughs> did you guys happen to see probably not because we're all watching it on the video but i saw some some stuff later on uh when they brought in Sosito after um Barrios, they put romano's face up on the big screen and everybody's like what the fuck like you just said Sosito, but you put up uh, romano's picture i think people were a little confused but Jumbotron, they got a rookie working it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's too many buttons now. <laughs> it looks good though. The it does, and it was awesome watching Romano come in for the save. It was, uh, it was, it had a lot of red in it for him being Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the new system. Uh, just the lighting and whatnot. They now that they, you know, back in the day when you the old lights, once they got up to a certain working temperature, they once you turn them off, they have to cool down. So back in the day, if if you ever lost power or what have you, you wouldn't be able to, yeah, you wouldn't be able to start it right away. Even though you might've had power back, you have to wait until those lights cool down before they'll Mm -hmm. come back on. And then it takes a little bit for them to get back up to full intensity. That's my, uh, the just electrician coming out of me here talking, but the new LEDs, you can flip them on and off like your household light switch. And so now they do that when, like you said, Jess, like it was a bunch of red and whatnot uh, when, when Romano came in. So now they changed the colors and everything could be just be flip, 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 flip. And it was just it's really cool the way new way that they've done it the the uh screen uh if you're looking at the jumbotron on the at least on the left hand side they're now keeping like old school baseball score where you would be scoring you know you circle the one b and you draw them to first like we do on Mm -hmm. you know uh, on slow pitch sundays you know that type of thing so i guess not sundays anymore it's wednesdays now but um there a lot of scratch marks because of mistakes that happen (laughs) yeah well yeah (laughs) So I think that's kind of cool just because it's an, it's a lost, uh, it's a lost thing that people do at games. You used to see back in the day, all kinds of people sitting in the stands and they would keep score on paper, get the program and have everything in there for you. Yeah. So, you know, not too many people do that anymore. You'll see some older folk doing that, but you don't see anybody even our age doing it. Um, but it can be fun to do that, you know, especially if you're, if you know what you're doing and you're like, Oh shit, that was, uh, you know, a five, three put out or whatever. Right. And you're supposed to write that shit down. So it's kind of cool just to see that because it kind of gives uh, the old school vibe back to, to the baseball uh, scoring situation. So I wasn't there live. Haven't seen it uh, in person yet, but uh, I'm excited to, uh, to see the new uh, improvements and, uh, and the new improvements over the next few years, because they've, they've committed to spending a shit ton of money on that, uh, on that stadium over the next few years, because it's, there, it's going to be the Sky Dome is going to be the Jays' home for the next, I think, fifteen years. They said, um, so they've squashed the idea of, bu- of building a new one in the short term. Obviously, in the long term, they will. But the question is, where the fuck are they going to put it? They had some crazy plans to put it right where it is and do it like really, so like build it half in one year, do some half-ass thing, and then finish it the next off-season seems like a lot of work <laughs> there there is some crazy plans how can they still play though like if you're gonna have uh, there was i don't know man there was some weird crazy plan of some way to make it work maybe they're gonna move it slightly and just work on a bit in one area and then yeah like, it was yeah it was it was coming towards the lake shore hmm. towards the lake yeah interesting yeah because there's literally nowhere else to put it yeah unless you're in mississauga <laughs> And even that's scarce that they land. So, and the Sky Dome's kind of turning into nostalgic for like I know it's still not even that really that old, but it's, it's still, pretty old. Was it, it is uh, old. 80? It was like 89, 88. Right. I was gonna say 89, yeah. But it's not as old as some certain. No, I know. There's like, like 
like like Fenway and stuff. Like Fenway, right? obviously. And yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. it it is starting to become that so and these upgrades will just make it last longer. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be in disrepair either though. When you're like when you're walking around, everything seems to be in pretty good shape still. And you know, after that many years, you would think that some stuff would start to deteriorate. But from what I've seen, I mean obviously you don't see the behind the scenes stuff, but it still looks pretty good. So mm-hmm. so since we're talking about the Jays, what do you guys think the win counter will be for the Jays this year? The regular Obviously, season or regular, just the regular season? We all think that they're probably going to go to the World Series or or at least make the playoffs, probably win the ALEs. But what do you think that win total will be? Just just to let you know, like the ALEs is very, very difficult besides the Orioles. Mm-hmm. So it'll be very interesting to see these fight for it yeah for sure like there's going to be a lot of like you say fighting between the powerhouses of this division because there are like four good teams in this division yeah four playoff teams for sure yeah or at least playoff caliber um well with the expanded playoffs i would not be surprised to see all four of these guys our teams in the playoffs but uh i think they hit right at triple digits i think they get 100 wins that's uh, that's a lofty goal for sure. That division for sure, but the the Rays did it last year, so I I think the Jays will probably be able to reach that as well. Peter, um, I'm gonna go with the Price is Right rules and go with one on one. Well, fuck. Oh fuck! That's some bullshit. <laughs> Okay, so last year they won 91 games. I feel like the team is better. I am going to go not quite as lofty as you guys. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to go 97 games. That's my number, 97. That's not bad, but I I think these guys can do it. I just hey i hope i'm wrong and i hope it's higher i mean i hope i'm not wrong and it's lower but (laughs) so uh, um you know and 97 isn't a knock against them whatsoever being that they haven't get didn't get 100 i just think that the division is so difficult do you still play 19 games versus each divisional opponent between i think it's like 19 and 18 yeah depending on the the number of series kind of thing like that so that's a lot of games you know that's 60 games against top top end opponents right but i think we got better pitching i know it didn't show this weekend for starting pitching at least but <laughs> our starters really shit the bed but i yeah. think they will they'll do better just because they'll get into the groove like i said it was abbreviated uh, spring training so they'll i think they'll get into tune give it a couple weeks and i think also the texans like they have a lot of offense on that team now with the uh, seager and Simeon and Mitch Garver. I love Challenge. Rangers, not the Texans. Oh, my God. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Second> football. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you say Texans or Texas? He said Texans. Texans. <laughs> Getting a challenge in early, boys. That way we don't get the minuses. Nice. Take one for the team. a boy, Jesse. There you go. <laughs> stupid football <laughs> well i'm gonna price is right you Jen, jess 
Oh, I'm gonna go 100. Oh, you <laughs> had like less than 90 before. <laughs> he had less than the year last year, and he thought, that How, does it, feel, <laughs> How <laughs> does it feel, Jesse? It hurts more of the two that I got a minus one so far. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So you can only win if you're dead at exactly right at 101. I got this. I got it. I'm going to say it. If it's 99, I still win. Fuck price is right. No, Josh wins. Josh wins. What are you talking about? <laughs> I like how he says it's okay. Then that, that he changes his mind right after. Hey, I, I honestly, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that they they hit more, or sorry, win more than 100. I think that'll be fucking great. I just, like I said, I think it's going to be a tough go in that division. Um, and I believe now you play every team at least once, right? Is it this year they do that, or is it? It might. That's why I was asking about the nineteen because it used to be nineteen games in your division. But I, I think it's this year they changed the rules, where now you you play every team at least once, which obviously takes away from that nineteen games uh, each against the division. So does it take it away from the division, or does it take it away from the the other teams in your? Uh, yeah, I guess conference? it could be from the conference. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure on that. So either way, I like I said, I hope I'm wrong. I hope. I hope they win 100 or 110, 150 well, would be, be sweet. That but... would be impressive. They got <laughs> just, just win the division. Who cares how many yeah, wins you get? Exactly. Okay, so, well, this is, uh, it, like I said, two out of three this weekend. Not too shabby. Pitching wasn't the greatest. Defense looked pretty solid. It wasn't um, the greatest. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, do you have a rebuttal to that? Wasn't the <laughs> yeah, greatest? it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the greatest then, right? <laughs> Hey, I didn't want to throw them completely under the bus. It's the first fucking outing for each guy, each pitcher. Okay, know. well, let's let's also agree that the the re, the relievers had got had a lot of work the first two games, and then today oh, yeah. they they fuck well, real fucking blew it, but <laughs> they didn't do much better afterwards either, and they've been yeah, put they to a lot them. of work. So, all right. So since we're talking about how bad this division is or, well, how good it is, but how bad it's going to be for the Jays to go up against each team. Aaron Judge turns down seven years, $213.5 million deal with the Yankees. Could you, and I know we're not all superstars here, but could you imagine turning down $213 million U.S. dollars? I mean, no, Yankees. Like, you're going to be on a good team no matter what. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, obviously he's, you know, he feels like he's worth more than that. Right. So that's obviously why he turned it down. And when you see all these other guys getting, you know, $300 million contracts and so on and so forth, you know, if you feel that you're just as good as that guy. Then... Okay. But there are a lot, a lot of them are younger. Yeah. Like my, minus Scherzer. Yep. <laughs> but he's also a starting pitcher too yeah, he's been sure. he, he he i'm sure the dodgers offered him something and then the mets were just like we'll give you a little bit more if you come here and he was like done Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a ridiculous contract the mets gave him like i i i still think scherzer's one of the best but he's not the best on that team i mean he is when he's healthy <laughs> or when the other guy isn't healthy which is Degrom, but I think Degrom's better than than Scherzer. Well, like I said, Degrom is injury prone, so yeah, he makes, like, stay makes twelve to fifteen starts a year, so mm-hmm. it's it's tough. But I still think when he's healthy, he's the best. Uh, 
but yeah, with Judge here, he also turns 30 years old. So that's huge in late uh, April. And he was set to receive a $17 million in his final season of arbitration, meaning the Yankees would have total offer would have been 230 million over eight years. That's still really, really good. And like the contract that they were offering him it would have paid him north of 30 million a year. That's a lot of money for a guy that's turning 30. So, and like I said, the big thing with him, with, uh, DeGrom judges the same way, man. He's got even worse health issues. I'm going to challenge that. I'm just doing some math in my head. There can't be more than 30 million a year. 213 million over seven years? I'm pretty sure it is. Unless my fucking math machine and my brain is no good. All right, give me a point here. Come on. Who's There's two challenges here. You got one. You got Josh. Gotta, you got be, one. gotta be way less than 30 million a year. 30.42. Boom! North, and I said north. Damn it. And that was that was only 213 as well. I didn't even include that half a million there. <laughs> <laughs> but 213 divided by 7 is 30.428 million. Yeah, there you go. Math, no good. Because <laughs> I, 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 I did quick math, and I'm like, what? No, that's got to be <laughs> I, was, I was just doing the, the 7 divided by 21. You know, where, where I got fucked up, I was thinking the 8, not the 7. That's what fucked me up. Want to get that back, Jesse? Yes. Ah. And and it's minus one for Peter, which is also helpful. Ah. And Yosh is he's right on your trail now. Uh Uh (laughs) I mean, I mean the two thirty, the two thirty million at eight years is not thirty million. But I said I I said it at I said the seven million at at, two hundred and thirty. Okay. Trying to get me another minus one, this guy. Hey, it would have been a hell of a show if we would have got Jesse on two <laughs> minuses right away. <laughs> that would be a Hall of Fame show right there. <laughs> we haven't even got into our second topic yet, man. No. <laughs> we, we've got plenty of time, I guess. Except that he's even already, so now we got to get him back down to minus. I'll sit pretty. Don't you worry. Yeah, you're just going to sit yeah, there. Just, zip, zip, <laughs> fucking mouth closed. Lock it up. Throw the key away, right, Jesse? <laughs> Just right, smile, so... smile and nod this way or this way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the health issue with Judge. Now he's a big boy at say six seven, uh, but he's only played over three quarters of a season, and this is including the twenty twenty season twice. And he's only hit over a hundred RBIs once, and that was in his rookie year. So my question to you guys is: Will Judge? Receive a larger offer, do you think? And I would, I would have to guess that this would be a per year basis, is what I would go off of, not a, not the the term. Total, yeah. Well, I disagree. Like it. I think that's what he's going for, though. I think he's going. That's the reason why he turned that down. Yeah. So a team might give him more per year over a shorter term, but in the long term, is that going to be a smart decision for him? The question is: Is will he regret this decision? Right. I'm going to think that we're right now because he's going for the higher average per year. So one, do you think he'll get that with him having all these health issues? And like last year he played a lot of games, but I think he hit 99 RBI. So yeah, it's kind of, it fits my narrative of what I'm, I'm saying here, but 
it's only twice that he's hit 99 RBIs. Yeah. So I think he probably, I think he probably could get more per year in free agency for a shorter term. Probably a little more. At the end of the day, I think he's going to stay with the Yankees, in my opinion. I think he's probably just using this as leverage, but we'll see. He seems pretty sure that he's going to be talking to a bunch of 30, other teams. 30 other teams, he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ta- talking is just talking. But I think if he does go somewhere else, he probably gets more average, less term. And I think he will regret it in the long term because I think he probably over the next seven years, ignoring the uh, the arbitration here, he probably won't make the $213 million over the next seven years. So you're thinking he's going to get like a, let's call it a $35 million paycheck per year for the next five, which puts him at a pretty high number, but then the next his next contract, because he'll be 35, Five. I guess, yeah, <laughs> then you think after that he's going to get, you know, a three-year contract at $20 million a year type, type like thing. 10, he might yeah, be yeah. on a significant decline. I, I'm on the same page as you there, Pete. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I, I think somebody will definitely give him more than $30 million next year uh, or whenever this is all uh, going to go down. I guess it will be this offseason. Um, they have the MLB has spent over a billion dollars in free agents since the lockout has has, re, has reopened. There is no shortage of cash in the MLB, and somebody will pay him. Whether it's you know, and it very well could be a Dodgers, you know, it, it very well could be a Red Sox, you know, and, and that would be a that'd be fun. That would be a fucking the <laughs> oh man, the Yankees would hate themselves for that if, if he ended up going to the you know to the Red Sox. I can't see him coming to the Blue Jays. We just have too much uh, talent in, in our outfield right now um, to, to boot somebody out for, for him. So, uh, but yeah, I'm on the same page as you, Pete. I think he gets more in the short term, uh, but probably in the long term over these uh, next seven years, he probably does regret it and probably takes a little less overall when it comes down to the final dollar figure. Yeah. There's no need for me to comment. I agree with both of you. I mean, you both said what I wanted to say anyways or comment on it. So, yeah, he's going to fuck himself in the long run. Yeah, I was trying to see if I could train, change Ryan's mind. That That's where I was going with, too. But Because, like, he's going to probably get a uh, Carlos Correa deal, I think, three years with avoidable years. Um, he's probably going to go to a bad team, I think. I think that's what's gonna who's going to pay for him. Just to get tickets, you know, kind of bring people to it. Yep, and he's going to have avoidable years, so he's probably going to get more than the average. But to make that uh, $213.5 million again, it's going to be tough for him. So uh, he, if he has a monster year, he could just say, fuck it, I want to see free agency again, and then and then get that long paycheck again. Maybe he gets another seven-year deal. Plus, it'll probably be more because other people are going to be signing. So he could get, like, more than 213 but it's, it's, it's unlikely. But he's betting on himself, and – it's tough not to go with him what he's thinking right here. But with his health issues, I don't think that he's going to last that long. That's the X factor. The yeah. Health, right? 100%. You know, if he stays healthy, then he's, you know, he's 100% worth the money if he stays healthy. But if he can't stay healthy, then it's uh, that's a tough goal. That's a lot of money you're spending to, you know, to re- rehab a guy. So, And I mean, like, he doesn't have that great of an average either. He's just, he's a home run. He's a bomb hitter, right? Like he just hits home runs and it, it got, I, does he have an arm? I don't even really know. 
Yeah, he's pretty strong. He I can, mean, like with he, can he must be strong with like he's got a catapult. He's I mean, better a catapult than a trebuchet, right? Yeah. <laughs> they have a fucking loopy arm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right, boys. <laughs> I got one more question for you. For holy fuck, Jeff. The start of loading us with the questions. MLB. Yeah, well, it's you, you know we changed the format, content. right? So we go a little faster. Oh no, we don't. <laughs> we don't do that. Yeah. I mean, like it's we don't do that, man. There's only three of us last week, and we we're still, we're still just over about an two hour. hours. Jeez. <laughs> so, who is your World Series pick? I mean, this is, I think, going to be pretty boring for the listeners here because it's one fucking team. <laughs> I'm so, not sure anyway. Despite the pitching being garbage so far, I agree with you, boys. I think that's just opening series jitters, lack of a uh, proper spring training. I think they'll get through that. I believe in the, in the rotation and the relievers. The offense is going to dominate. I think the Blue Jays have all the tools. Well, Blue Jays, World Series champs, baby. I mean, I'm going to be different just because, yeah, well, I got a streak to keep up. And as I do think the Jays will get it, but I'm going to be different. And I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brew Crew. I really like their pitching. They definitely need more offense, but I'm hoping Yelich has his MVP caliber season, shows up, and no one can score runs on these guys. Like, I think – this pitching rotation could be the best in baseball. Hmm. That's not a bad pick, man. Not a bad pick. They say pitching wins championships. Mm-hmm. So as long as everyone can stay healthy. And one of my hot takes that I did on betting because it had amazing odds was uh, Brandon Woodruff will be the NL Cy Young Award. So I'm hoping that comes true because I think he's going to have a monster year. Good young player. You think he's going to be better than Corbin Burns? I think Corbin Burns, like he didn't, he doesn't do a whole lot of innings, whereas uh, Woodruff does. I know he's he's his teammate, but uh-huh. and I'm sure he would share his the glory in that with him. So I'm fine with that. But yeah, I think it's going to change hands this time. Like the NL has a lot of good pitchers now. This year will be different because i did read an article that said the only year where the nl did not have a better era than the al was the 2020 season when they had the universal dh so i think that's going to be huge this year well it should it should kind of even out like it should be because of the pitcher hitting over the last hundred years in the nl that is for sure going to help your era well, sorry, right. it, sorry. It was the last twenty years, if I didn't say that, but it was the last. Well, no, no. Years. I just mean, I just mean in general, like your ERAs are typically going to be better in the NL because of there's one less player that you actually have to worry about offensively, right? The pitches are nine times out of fucking nine garbage. Like there's only <laughs> one or two fucking half decent hitters. That's a pitcher. So, well, also the inner squad games too when they play home, like fucking AL pitchers are like, what? I gotta, I gotta grab a bat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not ready for that but except for maybe Otani. but uh shoot there was no thought i had all right anyways i forget 
have another beer. <laughs> I, 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 I'm almost done this. 10%. This, this is a long segment. <laughs> All right. So, Peter, what's happening with your maple apps? Hey, now. Hey, now. There has been some records broken with the Leafs, okay? In terms of goal scored in the season, baby. Austin Matthews is now number one. Pass for five earlier with his fifth, fifth goal, and he's now up to 58. More impressive, or equally as impressive. He has put up 51 goals in his last 50 games played. That's wild. That is wild. It's impressive. No, that, that that's pretty crazy. Yeah. The last <laughs> player to do that was Mario Lemieux. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He is pretty good at hockey. He was all right. Yeah. Whatever, man. That's my pick before Gretzky. Yeah, I take the, Mario before Gretzky in a heartbeat. There is definitely an argument there, Kev. I'm uh, still a Gretzky guy, but that's there is definitely an argument that Mario could have been uh, if he had played games played. That's the big if issue. If he had played more, yeah. he would have uh, potentially easily eclipsed uh, some of Gretzky's numbers. So Lemieux did the exact same feat, 51 and 50, back in the 95-96 season. That was the most recent that happened. And other recent notables to achieve that feat are Cam Neely in 93-94. Kick his ass, Seabass. <laughs> Skills McGill's yeah. in 92-93. Team with Salami again in 92-93. And Brett Hall in uh, 91-92. So obviously a theme here is all the early 90s when scoring was more uh, prolific. Because you can pull and, you know, it was a little bit more of a, a hockey game than not this, you know, don't touch. Well, it was me. all the, the, the goalies were stand-up goalies too, man. They, there was no dropping down into the butterfly. They were kick saves or lack yeah. thereof kick saves. Uh, yeah. It's a definitely a different, uh, different game for sure. Yeah, and it's the era right before, like, the New Jersey Devils trap came in. Right. Yeah. And just fucking shut everything down. Yeah, which changed hockey. Yeah, and led to rule changes. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. It's crazy that it's back to back to back years, though. Like yeah. where there was a fifty and fifty, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, were these guys just fifty in any fifty? Because like typically, fifty and fifty is from game one to game fifty. That was that's like the big prize, right? Like obviously, fifty and fifty at period is good. But if you score fifty goals in the first fifty games, that's where the big, you know, that's the big, you know whoop-de-woo is and I, I think brett hall's was was first 50 games he did it I think. it might have been i think this uh, these numbers are just any 50 goal stretch right. in a season mm-hmm. i don't think that's it has to be the first 50 um and matthews has a bit of an asterisk because he uh like he missed a few games because of suspension but he only played 50 games he scored 51 yeah so it's not an actual 50 game streak for the team but but he was only on, he wasn't on the ice. <laughs> yeah. When Solani did it, wasn't he when he threw his glove up in the air and started shooting at it? I mean, probably around that time. Maybe Definitely that was a been bit of later. Time. Who knows? So he is sitting at 58 goals right now. He's poised to be the first player to hit 60 since Stamkos back in 11-12, 10 years ago. Uh, and he could match or pass Ovechkin's tally of 65 set back in 07 08 which is the record for the cap era. Uh, in an article I found on the greatest era-adjusted goal-scoring seasons, 
that season by Ovechkin ranked second all time, only behind Brett Hall in 90 and 91. Uh, and scoring is uh, slightly up from when Ovechkin did that in 07-08 to now, uh, but nothing like it was back in the 80s and 90s. Uh, I have a little chart in here that you guys can see, or listeners can't, uh, but it shows the adjusted goals based on the era. Uh, so Brett Hall's the number one season with 86 goals adjusted to 78. Ovechkin's second with 65 adjusted to 72. That's the mute <laughs> <Wait>. goals. <laughs> I mean, it makes it doesn't make sense though. Like if if on average the league is just firehouse hockey, everybody's scoring goals. Maybe it was just garbage after that. Well, no. Like if you if you took Ovechkin or Matthews or Lemieux or whatever and put them into the early '80s. They wouldn't have scored 65. They would have scored 72. This is what this is trying to say. Or they would have scored more in the early 80s. It doesn't make sense. Just <laughs> I was sure before the show on a lot of stuff. So I was saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody likes the, the nobody the likes the adjustments. The scoring now is improved. So I said, like, well, you start might as well start taking some off of Matthews now. <laughs> I don't know how many it is, but. No, no, it's uh, and that's a bit subjective, obviously. But the the effort here is to try and normalize what a player, if they were planted into a different era, would score at. Uh, so, like Wayne Gretzky's ninety-two goal season, which is most ever. Um, it's like not even top five on this list of the best seasons of all time. It's not even Gretzky's best because uh, it gets adjusted down to uh, sixty-eight. Uh, and his season in 83, 84, where he scored 87 goals, is adjusted to 69. Nice. Good number. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if Matthews matches OV 65, uh, which was scored in 82 games, and Matthews has missed five games this season, and he's scoring at 0.87 goals per game, so those five games missed, if you just follow that, would have given him another four goals. Now, obviously, he didn't actually do it, so let's take that with a grain of salt, but that's that's the average he's scoring at. So where do you rank Matthew's season that he's having on this all-time list? Where do you boys have it? What's, what's the adjusted for him? I don't know. What the hell, Peter? But it's going to be... You for an NHL insider. It's, <laughs> it's going to be similar to what Ovechkin does. So it's, it's going to be right up there. Near it's the like 72 minus like two goals? So, yeah, so what does he have now? 50. He has 58. 58. So he's probably, you probably bumped that up. Let's call it, let's call it 68 just as for the adjusted number, right? Because it goes up if you're the, a newer newer player as opposed to all these other ones that went down. Yeah. Um, plus, he's definitely scoring more goals. What is there, 10 games left? 10 games left. Yeah. 10. So theoretically, that's another eight and a half goals. That puts him at 66. Uh, I'm going to say he ends up at 68. I was going right, to give him 65. 68 regular goals. And then however you want to adjust that. Uh, and that's probably going to put him as the number two guy, right? If you look at Ovi at 65, but it average, or sorry, adjusts to 72. If he's getting 78, or sorry, 68, 
uh, that probably adjusts out to about 75. So it'll be about, about the, I'm going to say the number two season using these adjusted, uh, these adjusted frames. Um, that's what I think. Um, I would love to see this guy hit 70. I just, it's going to be really, really tough. They hit yeah. 70. Yeah. They hit that for sure. I told him like, you know, I'd say 65, 66 goals. I think he's going to get this. Year. So you, you think he's going to drop off a bit on, from his scoring, what he's doing right now. You think in the next 10 games, he's going to kind of drop off a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, save some for the fucking playoffs, bro. <laughs> I mean, this is just a regular season. Yeah. It's only seven games in the playoffs, I mean, man. Yeah. At most. Right. But, I mean, uh, they're going to wrap him up in bubble wrap to make sure yeah. that he's good to go for the playoffs. And he's... Yeah. It's not going to make it easy for him in the playoffs, though, because playoffs is totally different hockey. Yeah, yeah. that is true. So, I, uh, yeah, I think he might – are we doing adjusted or with the five games? Are we doing – uh, just what he's going to end up with. Yeah, I'm just saying, realistically looking at it, where do you rank this goal-scoring season among the all-time great with seasons? The, with the five – oh, okay, with, okay, ranked. Uh, yeah, I'd, I would say he's up there too. And and with him being – I would say, yeah, I'd go with 67. I know it's the prices rates, but we don't understand these these adjustments that you're making or the fucking site. I didn't make them. <laughs> it was yeah, just, okay. yeah. uh, so the other thing too is good for Matthews is he's going to be hungry next year because he's missed five games and he's going to be like, motherfucker, I could have went for it. Well, and if so, you look at his, if you look at his uh, goals per game uh, rate every single year, except for I think one, one blip, it steadily increases. And that's what he needs. So missing five games will help him and just drive him harder to to make it and grab that 65 goals for which Ovechkin did in the uh, salary cap era and possibly get it. Like, I know I was, I was talking the most shit, but I'm pretty sure I said, he's probably going to get it, but as a leaf hater, I'm going to say he's not going to get the 60 goals. (laughs) No, I whatever. Not going to get to 60? Not to 60? No, the last time we, we, we we talked about yeah, okay. the last time we talked about it. that's that's a hot take now. No, that's not. <laughs> yeah, two goals in ten. Last last week or the week before, whatever we talked about it before, it was mm-hmm. Josh was the only one that agreed. I think I must have been last week because Peter wasn't here because he would have been salivating over this. He's like, he's gonna fucking make. But uh, I sixty. Th- oh, yeah. yeah. So and you might hit I seventy. Think, well, me and Kev were saying that it won't happen. I don't know why Kev said that, but. I, I said it as a hater. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. Well, I was kind of saying that, you know, he's not going to hit 60. He's going to hit like 65. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I don't think you did. I think you said that. No, you I'm not. I didn't 60. say it, but that's what I should have said that. You know I mean, you got to hit 60 yeah. to get to 65. 65 right. So <laughs> you think he's going to score 60? No. He's just, he's he's just trying to save face now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I I think I agree with you boys in terms of the uh, the adjusted um, where this season ranks. If he, I think I think I agree he probably gets right either matches or passes OV at sixty five. Um, and based on that, with him missing the five games, even though scoring's a bit up from where it was when OV did that, I think those five games are enough that uh, it makes a difference, and it's the second greatest goal scoring season of all time and uh, still ways 
adjusted, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like the... <laughs> I could have challenged you there. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, I think uh and the Brett Hall season is just ridiculous. Um you can also say the Wayne Gretzky seasons are uh, are crazy, even though they were in in the era they were in. He would still... get destroyed now. You put him in you put him in this kind of hockey league, he'll get destroyed. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. He's Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky, man. There's he no like... one there's no one there to protect them anymore, man. I don't sure think there's no Come one fights on. like superstars yeah. anymore. You're telling me that that Simmons wouldn't beat the shit out of somebody if, if Gretzky was on the same team as him? There's all kinds of bullies out there and big, not nearly as many as there used to be, but you know. There's always a guy that's going to fight. It doesn't even need to be a, a brawler. Like, it could just be a dude that's like, you know what? You don't touch Gretzky. I'm going to back him up here. Like, I think Gretzky's got fucking just as much skill as as Connor and as fucking Austin does. Put him in this league, th- this league right now. I guarantee you he does just as well, if not better. Oh, yeah. 100%. Probably, he probably wouldn't do as well as he did in the 80s. Right, but, but he but still he does would. as well as them. Oh, yeah, he'd be the best in the league. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And Mario, too. Mario would be the fucking top-notch, too. Like, yeah. those guys are... Yeah, like, you have to give respect to these guys when they played. Like, I get, like, it was in an adjusted era, as per this list, but these guys are still superstars, too. <laughs> like, Ovechkin is unreal. He's he's trying to reach the all-time goal-scoring list in a time where goals were hard to get. Like, yeah. he's unreal. And it's the same thing with Austin Matthews. As much as I hate him, like, he's fucking unreal. Mm-hmm thing with with when you compare these you know the older games to the new game doesn't it make these guys better because there's no hooking and holding now like you gotta remember like mario he every single time there's he went up hook. the ice there was well there wouldn't be one hook now slash. so that's gonna be an extra goal every fucking time right or or you know one every two times he gets hooked or whatever same with gretzky so my guess is that these guys score maybe not 92 goals because of the game because the goalies are better but it it was definitely good. They're going to be top end guys. There's no question that these guys are, they're not bottom of the barrel. They're not even mediocre in today's game. They are still top notch, top oh, yeah. 10 players. No question about it, in my opinion. Oh yeah. hundred percent agree. I'm not, I would say they're better than that. They're top players. Well, that's, I was being conservative. by <laughs> giving top 10, but like, but seriously, like they, yeah. They're a hundred percent going to be just as good, if not better, than the top guys right now. Yeah, hundred percent agree. And why is uh, Gret- Gretzky's number so low then? Because goal Justin. scoring. <laughs> no, it's because goal scoring is so much more when he put up those numbers. Mm-hmm. It's not that Gretzky's a bad player, or that he. It's that scoring the, across the league was higher. Exactly across the whole league. Because so. you're not like in that time you're playing like. It might be Joe the Carpenter that's in net instead of an NHL caliber goalie. Club save. Anyway, adjusted goals are hard. Um, in terms of where he finishes, I think yeah, around 65-66. and uh, second best goal scoring season of all time. I hope he carries it into the playoffs because last year he went quiet. Yeah, let's see. Let's see the adjusted goal stats in the playoffs. See where that. Like... <laughs> yeah. You probably don't even need to adjust them in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck. sighs> but 
despite having a fantastic record-setting season, he's not the MVP. That's coming up next. So this week's MVP for being the first player in NBA history to score 2,000 points, 1,000 boards, and 500 assists in the same season. Nikola Jokic. The Joker. MVP, the Joker. He's been lighting it up this year, man. That is a ridiculous season, and he must have put up a ton of triple doubles. No kidding. I'm sure he did, yeah. (laughs) For sure. Oh, it would have been something we should have looked up to find out how many actually did, but I mean, that's what we have on that, isn't it? (laughs) But we'll leave that up to you, the listeners. (laughs) Uh, So he is still the leading candidate for the MVP award. But uh, we're going to get into that in just a second as to if we actually think he's going to win that or not. But in the meantime, for being the first player, 2,000, 1,500, cheers to the Joker. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, Mr. Jokic. Yeah, so as you guys alluded to, uh, MVP, obviously the season uh, is coming to a close this evening, uh, being Sunday. and. That means uh, all bets are off after this because it's uh, only based on regular season. Now, we had in the past, we had picked who we thought uh, was going to be the MVP. Uh, way early in the season, I had said that it was Steph Curry when he was going, actually, it was before he was going off. And then he went off, and I was all fucking, oh, yeah, who's the man? Who's the man? And uh, it's not me anymore because Steph is not going to win it this year with the injury. He had a bad second half and then the injury uh, as of late is obviously going to hurt him as well, but he was out of the conversation before the injury. Uh, Basically it's a three man race in Jokic Embiid and Giannis. And so if we go back to, uh, to our previous picks. And so, like I said, I did say Curry before, and then you guys didn't really say anything because that was my hot take at the beginning. And then we did actually talk about it too early pick. Yep. 100%. (laughs) And it looked great until the second half of the year. (laughs) Until it Uh, didn't. Until it didn't. Right. Um, so when we did actually start talking about it and everybody took a pick, uh, so I stuck with my guns and I did say Curry. I thought he was still going to uh, come back a little bit uh, and, and still be solid. He's obviously still a good player, a solid player, but uh, just didn't have that, uh, the same gumption and go uh, in the second half. Uh, Jess, you had said that Giannis was going to win. This is back, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, whatever. Episode nine. Episode nine. <laughs> so we'll check it out. <laughs> four episodes ago. Um <clears throat> Pete, you had Joel Embiid. Yeah. And Kev, you had Ja Morant. Ja. 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 As your winner. Ja, you had Ja. Ja. Had ja. So now that the season has come to a close, uh, or will be shortly, do you guys still have the same picks? Not at all. Or, or are you switching it up? I'm switching. I always stick to my guns. 
Unless they're wrong. Unless they're conditioned. <laughs> 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 and so in this case, they're wrong. But uh, unless right. they're unless they're clearly wrong. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kev. So no more jaw. So who do you think's got the uh, MVP wrapped up this year? I got the Joker. You're taking the Joker. It's a uh, it's a tough one to go against the Joker right now with you know with the uh, the two thousand points, thousand boards, and the five hundred helpers. That's that's insane. Uh, and he's doing, he did all that. And maybe the 2000 points you can figure uh, without a couple top end guys. Um, most notably uh, Jamal Murray, Kitchener boy. Uh, they've talked about him and he's, it's up to him if he's going to come back this year. Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't heard whether he's going to play in the playoffs or not. I'd love to see him uh, just because he's a hometown boy, but at the same time, it would might almost be better if he just sits it out and comes back super, super healthy next year uh, to help uh, Denver. But I can, it's, it's a playoffs, man. Like, why wouldn't you, you know, if you're close, why wouldn't you want to be there? Right. So um, I agree with you on that. Like, yeah. Help and he, your team. Like this yeah, is and where he's close. the regular season gets thrown out the window right now. Yeah. So, and he's close to being back. So it's, it's, it's a tough decision and they've said it's on him. They, the nuggets have said it's on, it's his decision. So, um, obviously that's getting a little off topic here, but as I said, Jokic is doing this without a couple top end guys, Porter jr. And, and, uh, and again, Murray. So, uh, this is absolutely huge for me. There is no question that it's Jokic. I'm changing going from Curry. Cause there's no chance he has he's got zero <laughs> chance to win this thing. Uh, so I'm going Jokic. Uh, he's just too strong, too good. And, and he's, you know, he's sure the team is there and the team is definitely helping them. The team around him is good, but he's, you know, He's doing it without superstars. So uh, for me, Jokic just got this one in the bag. Uh, he got some measly record that nobody's ever done before. That's actually really <laughs> significant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going. I'm still going. Joel Embiid, the first big man to lead he the league. He rides and dies. <laughs> That's right. The first, although he's going down if the Raptors face him in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, first big man to lead the league in points per game since Mr. Shaquille O'Neal did it. How do you not make this man your MVP? Let's go NBA. You know who it is. Joel Embiid, MVP. Nikola Jokic. Yep. They've got it right. <laughs> They'll get it right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I could have gone with Peter's silly assumption, gone with Giannis, <laughs> but. For him having this significant and being the points and penalties MVP for episode 14 of season two. I'm I mean, that's that's the kicker. <laughs> I mean, that's high end right there. Yeah. Mean, shit. They're, they were dead even, but then points and penalties MVP just that was enough. Put some over the top. Gets <laughs> that hardware from both of from us and the NBA. But there, 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 there's no hardware for much. Wait a second. We got hardware? <laughs> we'll get him a beer. We'll you can have software. Beer. You can have the words. We can get him a koozie. We can do that. And with, filled with a beer. We can do a beer and a koozie. I think we yeah, can afford that. Exactly. Yeah. High rollers on this show. Now, Jess, if you would have stuck with your old boy Giannis, I would not be chirping you as much as I'd chirp Peter about Embiid because uh, I think Giannis is the number two uh for this over oh, for NBA. sure for sure but this record puts him over the top yeah goes back to back yeah. just like Giannis did like I love it like it's he's an awesome player I do think uh he gets a lot of calls but so does all, every other big man too even 
Embiid and 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 Giannis to get a lot of soft calls, but they're superstars. So I don't see why Jokic shouldn't get that either. But it's it's great to see him there, and I th- I think Giannis came close better than Embiid. He'd be my Giannis would be my number two as well. Yeah, for sure. Well, you guys have been wrong before, and you're wrong again. <laughs> no. Do they uh, just on that topic? Do they actually do like a one, two, three thing? No. Do they do voting. They show. Just, they show the, the votes winner? afterwards. They show like I think the ranks, like who, like yeah. uh, the but it's not. Yeah, but you don't like you don't get accolades. You don't get a pat. No, no, I know. No hardware. <laughs> I know, but most like I don't know who votes on this shit. But in like in the NHL's writers, it's NBA, they do. It's NBA they vote the number one. They vote the number two. They vote the number yeah. three. So. Okay, yeah, there'll so. definitely be votes, but it'll be interesting to see who's actually one, two, three. Because really, at the end of the day, we talk trash, but I could see any of these three guys getting it. No, man, it's Giannis number two. It's, yeah, Jokic, Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, maybe Embiid, <laughs> maybe Curry steps in there. Who knows? No, it's hundred no, percent. No, it's hundred percent going to be Jokic, Giannis, and then Joel for me. That's that's how I would put my votes in. Nah, you might as well just write the ticket as that. Yeah, pretty <laughs> well. First big man to lead the league in 22 years. Come on, it's fine. The only reason that he led the league was because Labitch decided not to play the last handful of games. Oh, 100 percent because Labitch was beating him, and had he played, he decided to not play. I think it was for sure the last two games, maybe the last three or four. I think Giannis um, was pretty close too. Yeah, so. But uh, yeah, that's, so uh, there you go. Three of us are right. One of us is wrong on that <laughs> one. And uh, surprise, surprise, three of us are right for the rookie of the year and one is wrong for the, uh, <laughs> for the rookie of the year. So Kev, you started out with, uh, with Mr. Scotty Barnes as your rookie of the year. Have you changed your mind? Not one bit, sir. He's going to stay it. He's going to be the rookie of the year for sure. Jess? Yeah, man. Barnes is it. He has been playing on, like, Mobley. He's been hurt. I get it. But uh, the best ability is availability. And this guy does (laughs) everything for the Raptors. That's deep. (laughs) (laughs) That's that 10% talking right there. (laughs) But he does everything for the Raptors, man. He, He plays wherever he's told to go play. Mobley has one position. That's all he does. And don't get me wrong, he does it well, but he ain't flexible like Barnes. And Barnes can – he may not be as good defensively, but – He's he, not. He's pretty close. He's, he's not as good. I mean, okay, so here's my <laughs> argument on that. I he's would got say- more steals than him. So I would say that Mobley in a equal world is probably better defensively. And I know I definitely said that prior, but I've looked into some, some stuff and read a bunch of stuff. Scotty Barnes goes against the number one guy on the other team more often than not defensively. Evan Mobley, and Evan Mobley do does not. Yeah, Mobley goes against the number two guy. Sometimes he'll play the number one guy, uh, whatever, uh, Scotty Barnes is top five in every major category. No I'm other like rookie reading is. my ro- notes, man. Yeah. No <laughs> other rookie is top five in every major category. 
just Scotty Barnes. And like I said, Jess, he is, you know, the Raptors are positionless. They really are. Every guy can pretty well play, except for maybe Freddie down low. You're not, Freddie's not a center, <laughs> but, <laughs> but That's all these other guys all that are six, seven, six, nine guys, you know, they can all step into that center position and play it well. You know, not as good as Jokic, not as good as Embiid, you know, that type of thing. But these guys are serviceable, and that's the game that the Raps play. And every guy can move around. Now, we've, we've talked about that, but specifically Barnes can play any fucking position, and he's fucking great at it. Uh, to me, there's no question that it's Scotty Barnes. Yeah. And one other thing, he has played the most minutes as a Raptor. He's better than any Raptor or play more minutes than any Raptor challenge for Pascal Siakam should they be get beat him th- this week I don't know I, I'm not even, <laughs> not even including today I'm just child I just I'm pretty sure I looked it up today or I just saw the minutes played and I, I, I saw I saw I, it this week and I, I or like it was when they now before we look this up are we talking minutes per game or minutes no, it's total. Total. It's total. Oh, okay so I was going per game so. no no it's total man like I said best Best abilities, availability. I mean, per game makes more sense. No, it doesn't. It does. Yeah, it mean. accounts to, for To me, it doesn't, yeah. man, because there's load management. Like, I get it, but there's 82 games. You got to play for 82 games. I guess You're it can't be a challenge then because I'm I'm basing my Siakam off of per game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm basing it after totals. Okay. And so. that's what I said. I said the most minutes for the Raptors. Well, let's fit, if someone wants to look that up for sure, go give her see see if I'm right on that or not. Well, per game, do it in the <laughs> minutes per game in the league, tied for number one, Freddie Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam, according to the score. That's yeah, per they, game. A lot of the starters have played for the Raptors, and that's the thing is the oh, yeah. watch out for the the playoffs because they're a little wear and tear on them. So definitely per game, I would have been right. I I don't know what the totals are, uh, which obviously we can look up. But that's where I prefer to look. Tell you the truth, I get the per game thing, but low management is fucking. But yeah, the thing is, is that when you look at all of the all the awards and stuff like that, it's all based on per game. I understand that. I understand that completely. I I'm part of the. I like NFL and. You have to play. It's not a per game thing, right? Like it's yeah, because there's it's so many less games. Like it, right? There's so many less. Games. You got to right. play to win the game. Yeah, you got to play to <laughs> win the game, man. Like it's, it doesn't make sense to to not show up because you're you got to take a load management game. Either than shorten the shorten the games for NBA, like or shorten the season. Well, okay, but if you're just talking the actual total values, like missing a five game stretch, missing a week or two can uh, significantly impact your numbers like it right. should be it should be playing, per game you're not, you're not getting any you know points so yeah exactly so it should it should be per game you shouldn't penalize someone on something like that because they missed a week <laughs> okay so you're saying so that we were talking about austin matthews because he's missing mm-hmm. five games and we're projecting that what he would score exactly we're going per game let's like, but that's yeah. still stupid. You're still not making him make the. That's well, he might make the 65 games. That yeah, it's and that's again okay. Five, but in his five case, games, it's not it's not huge. Like he's still gonna have a 0.75 or better 
goal per game if you add in the five extra games that he's missed. He's still going to be top of the league. Yeah. Yeah, right. for sure. I understand that. And that's very impressive. But I still think you got to be there for those games. And that's what Scotty Barnes has been for the Raptors. He's been there more games than our superstars on our team in Van Vliet and Spicy P. I, I, I understand injuries and everything like that. It's part of the game. It's the same thing in the NFL, but it's all counting stats. I get there's less, but there's more injuries that happen in NFL than NBA or hockey, any sport. We still talking about our rookie of the year? Yeah. No, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so then I guess, uh, Peter, who do you have then? I am uh, – so I'm the only one here on this list that has stuck to my guns on both of these choices. I mean, M- we for the all MVP. stuck to our guns no, on the rest of the year. MB for the MVP and Rookie of the Year. I'm going with Mobley. At the end of the day, I hope Scotty Barnes wins it. But I also kind of hope Mobley does just so I can rub it in your boys' faces. Surprise, <laughs> surprise, conditional, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I, I want Scotty Barnes to win. I just, uh, I still think it's going to be Mobley. I think, and I think the time that he's missing right now is only going to help his case. Most people are not like Jesse and they look at per game numbers and not just totals. Hey, man. And that's how I think. I, like I said. And with Mobley out of the lineup, the Cavs suck. I don't know what their record is exactly with him out of the lineup, but it's negative. <laughs> okay. So I found the uh, minutes total in the league. They are, the wraps are halfway down. Scotty Barnes has, according to StatMuse, Scotty Barnes has 2,596 minutes uh, in 73 games played. Pascal Siakam has 2,578 minutes in 68 games. So he's played five last games, and he's got 2018 less minutes. Um, but obviously with those five last games, that's where it pushes him up on the, uh, the games, uh, minutes per game. And then Freddie's there Vliet, for his team. Yeah. <laughs> Freddie Van Vliet's got 24, 62 in 65 games. So, uh, like I said, because we were on different pages on total and per game, I don't think we can actually have a challenge here, uh, but that's up to you guys. Cause I really can't say we can't have a challenge when I'm in the challenge. So no, uh, no, you're right. It's a dead challenge, but it's, it, it just illustrates the point that clearly Spicy P, like I don't know what their minutes per game are, but his is clearly going to be higher. It's 29.7 uh, was something like, I think that's what it was for. Uh, yeah, because if he had one more game, th- he would have been ahead of Scotty. Yeah, other way, 37.9 for Freddie Van Vliet and Siakam minutes per game. Yeah. Yeah, so half a game would have put him ahead of Scotty. But because he missed the five or whatever. And actually – yeah, when you go per per game, Gary Trent has got 35. That's just below Scotty at 35-6. So, so how many time, how many games has uh, Siakam played? 68. Um, so I also found another thing here. Scotty Barnes is the 11th in the league in total minutes for a rookie. That's how much the Raptors – I get that he's – 11th rookie or 11th overall? No, 11th overall. 11th overall as a rookie. He has that many minutes. I get it. Like, he's played 73 games. 
So he's hasn't played the 82, but like he still plays a lot. And he's had injuries. He's had wraps on his hands and stuff like that during this season. Right. But Spicy P, when he plays, he plays more for the team. Well, he's our superstar. He's, like I said, right. Scotty, Ro- Scotty Barnes is, is a rookie. Yeah. Spicy P is our guy. And so is so is Van Vliet. And even uh, Gary Trent Jr. is is probably better on him on a per-game basis for points or something like that. So I get my only objection is he, he he can be super flexible and he go he can play at any time and he plays for injuries that's why he's going to be the rookie of the year rookie of the year yeah that's why he's the roy 100 i mean he's gonna come up as the runner-up just barely no no not a chance so only other guys that are even remotely in this uh rookie of the year talk is katie huntingham yeah. uh franz wagner uh, Josh Giddy, who's been hurt for quite a while. Uh, I, I also have something else to say about Cade Cunningham. So we didn't say he played defense, but he actually has a lot of steals. A lot. He's a good ball player. Cade Cunningham oh, for sure. He just, he just he doesn't have Scotty Barnes talent. Like you almost got to think like the Raptors tank just to get him. Like there's a conspiracy behind this because, like, how, I'm okay with it. I know, I know <laughs> so much, but like, like how good he has been, and he landed in the perfect situation. Um, the other, the only other guy in the top five for um, rookies would be Jalen Green, uh, the Houston Rockets. Um, and like, I was the biggest guy saying that this is bullshit. I can't, who the fuck is Scotty Barnes? Uh, I wanted Jalen Suggs. And who the fuck is Jalen Suggs? Like, he's nowhere on these lists. He's, you know, so like, trust in Messiah, <laughs> you know, like, he obviously knew what he was doing. And, Top notch. He hit home run here on on Scotty Barnes and Jesse. You said that that Spicy's our guy. Freddie Van Vliet's our guy. Next year, Scotty Barnes, number one player in the league, or not in the league. Sorry, on the team, no question about it. Like, what do you mean? Like, he gets like the most. Points? He'll have more points. He'll be yeah. He's, really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He is. I think, I think. that is a hot take because I I I don't see that. I like because it's just of how he is. He's how old is he? like 20 20 he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's young as fuck he's just he's playing at such a high level and you're gonna have all this you know he's got a year of experience plus playoffs you know whether it's seven games or whatever whether they only get through the first round maybe they don't make it whatever it's still experience hey you know if they play against the the, the sixers they they won the head-to-head against them this year they're going to the second round if they play the sixers you think they're going to beat the mvp the non-MVP, yes. <laughs> the runner-up. <laughs> <laughs> the runner-runner-up. <laughs> the runner-runner-up oh. runner MVP, man. Oh. All right, so, guys. So well, at the end of the day, it's a three-horse race for MVP, and it's a two-horse race for Rookie of the Year. If anyone else gets Rookie of the Year other than Mobley or Barnes, I would be shocked. There's no chance. Zero chance. Zero chance. There's no. Shocked. Cade hasn't been good enough to – he he's been good. And he's on a shit team, and he gets lots of time, lots of playing time, and that type of thing. But I mean, I guess I shouldn't say they're shit because they fucking beat the Raptors a bunch. The, the Pistons did, but there's no chance that anybody other than Scotty Barnes us. gets this fucking Rookie of the Year. We still on fucking Mo- talking about Rookie could. of the Year here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're moving on, Kev. Fuck. 
All right. So with that, we mixed up my fucking my order here. Thanks a lot, Pete. Yeah. Uh -huh. So the regular season is drawing to a close. Like I said before, it ends today. A bunch of the Eastern games that mattered were at 3.30. Uh, so they are now done. So we pretty much know exactly where other than the 3-4 or sorry, 2-3-4 uh, stand. We pretty much have all 20 teams uh, between both sides, East and West. And we know where, uh, what team is what, and there's just a little bit of movement possible today. Now, there was nothing regular about this regular season at all. We had two super teams at the beginning of the year that played one played less than super one played really, really, really less than super. We had a team destined to mess the play ins prove everybody wrong and clinch a top five. That's the Raptors. <laughs> and uh, we had one team that has a better away win percentage than any other team's home win percentage, Ooh. which is fucking nuts. And of course we have the aforementioned rookie of the year race, which is crazy. And we've known that this is a crazy race and maybe it's just so much crazier because our boy is right there in the thick of things. And yeah, Barnes. Fucking... Didn't we all say Barnes? In... Yeah, Barnes He's is about to no, hoist no, it. No, we did not say that. Oh, we did okay. not say that. Okay, I thought we we're still talking about rookie of the year. No, no, okay. okay, we're moving on a little bit. We're okay. moving on oh, a little okay. bit. Okay, okay. So the super teams, obviously I'm talking about the Nets and the Lakers. The Nets did a little bit better than the Lakers. Uh, they Who are uh, eliminated. The geriatrics were the geriatric, Yeah, so the Nets are, are going to finish seventh. Um, and the Lakers are not. <laughs> they're not finishing seven, eight, nine, or ten. I'm pretty sure <laughs> they're going to finish in 11th or worse. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be 11th. Either way, LaBitch does not make the playoffs um, with his, you know, with his quote-unquote super team, AD, who can never stay on the court. Uh, you've got Westbrook, who – did he get any triple-doubles this year? Like, he obviously did, but it was not like he normally Yeah, does, he, he right? had a triple-double here and there, but it yeah. was not like last year. No, you could you this year you could not call him Mr. Triple Double. There's no, you know, he is Mr. He, triple Double. He was still you, pretty good, but he didn't have any a whole lot like he also he, played off the ball, and that's not how Westbrook plays. Westbrook okay. is a guy that needs the ball in his hands, but it's LeBron's show. So LeBron's gotta have the ball, and LeBron isn't gonna give up the ball, and that's why they fucked up. And obviously, AD like the Laker version of AD. Uh, not the not the Ram AD, but not the he, superstar. He cannot oh stay fucking healthy, man. It, I just it's mind boggling how injury prone this guy is. Like he literally gets a sliver and he's out for six months. Like it's <laughs> it's insane, man. You know, and he he's a good player when he's healthy. Like he's he's a top top end player when he's healthy, but he cannot stay healthy. So obviously that is why, as Kev affectionately mentions, as the geriatrics, there's. They just had no chance this year, you know, and I'm not even like, I have nothing against Carmelo. Melo played a good year, you know, he played his role. He was good. You know, he was the, you know, the fourth guy on that team that's supposed to, you know, help them explode and whatnot. And, and I think Melo did just fine. Obviously LeBron did fine. He was top end in points per game uh, prior to dropping off here on the last little bit, you know, he's had his injuries. He's getting older too, but just wild that this super team can't do it. They just couldn't do a fucking thing. Pretty crazy on that front. 
Obviously, as I whispered into the mic, the Raptors were the team that proved everybody wrong. Right off the hop, everybody's like, the Raps aren't going to do shit, not making the play-ins, nothing. Uh, you know, I, it yeah, was hard. Who was, it, who was saying that? Lots and lots not of us. people were saying that. Not us, but lots of people were saying that. Um, you know, and it was hard to argue, but of course we're homers. So you got to say, no, no, they're going to at least make the play. No, we just knew better. Oh, okay. We're <laughs> smart. We know basketball. Hey, that's right. <laughs> so they have, uh, as you know, previously mentioned, clinched the fifth seed, which, you know, I mean, I said before that I thought they were going to end up right in seventh. Jess, I think you said they they might squeak into sixth. No, I said uh, six guaranteed. Okay. And I doubled down on it, which I missed. I mistaken with that. But I, I took Peter's route. Just like the MVP, he's going to be wrong. <laughs> so, but there was no chance that anybody in the world thought that the Raps were going to finish five. No way. Right. And they fucking, they showed everybody. They said, fuck you. We're going to be number five. And they've, they've played great. Uh, before today's games, they had the best record in the last 10, uh, last 10 games. They're eight and two in the last 10 games, which yeah, I believe is the best amazing record. Amazing since like March 9th. They yeah. had like a couple of losses. Like right. they so been crazy good. A few weeks ago, I went through the schedule for the Raptors and I said, you know, they were going to win against this team. They were going to lose. I was wrong on everything because they won every <laughs> fucking game. The East. <laughs> they won every game except for the one. I thought they were going to beat Miami. And I remember you guys, were, oh, they're going to beat Miami. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Miami's falling apart a little bit. Obviously, that was not right, but they beat everybody else. And so I thought they were going to lose to the Sixers just a couple days ago. I thought they were going to – nope, they won. You know, they beat everybody out of the – I think there was eight games, eight or ten games. I think it was eight And at that point. And I had said they were going to win five, and they have won – they have won five, I think, and they've got to tonight's game against the, the Knicks, which means nothing. But, uh, you know, they are – if they were to get a W against the Knicks today, that'll put them at 49 wins. And if you ever hit 50 wins in an NBA season, that is something. So, you know, for them to be right there when everybody was counting them out, top notch, love it. Definitely exceeded 90% of people's expectations. Yep. Uh, when I talk about the better, uh, the win percentage away, better win percentage away than any other home team win percentage, Phoenix Suns. They were, they were better away than that's insane. Like you think at somebody's home, they're going to be pretty good. So you look at some of the best teams and you think their home splits are going to be pretty good, but yet the Phoenix suns away split is better than anybody else's. That's crazy. That's well, crazy. They're, they're dominant right now. Too. They I mean, they're, and they don't even have Chris Paul. <laughs> like he's on the bench. He's hurt. So that's, that's pretty insane that they can still push that far. Obviously Deandre Ayton is a fucking champ. And Devin Booker is well, well, well underrated. He is so good. And you just, maybe it's because he's in Phoenix and it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's a mediocre size market, but you know, he, he just gets no love and he's a fucking great ball player. Uh, and then as we went into plenty of detail, obviously I mentioned about the crazy rookie of the year race. So, uh, so if you go through and you look at the, the, the standings right now, uh, you know, I've got it on our little board here. I'm not going to go through it too much. Um, basically before today, the only thing that could really change in the East, uh, was the two, three, four spots. Those could have uh, flip flopped around. And then the seven, eight, nine, 10, the plan could have swapped around each team in the plan had played at three 30 today and they all, uh, they all won. So everybody went up there one win 
And so everything stays the same, seven to 10. And the West, the only thing that could change was uh, the three, four or the five, six uh, spots. Everything else is set in stone. So depending on what happens this evening, if the Mavs win, uh, then they they would be tied and the Warriors lose, that is, and they would be tied. Uh, and I believe the Mavericks, yeah, the Mavericks and the Jazz would have the tiebreakers. Uh, and again, so the Jazz need to, the, the Jazz and the Nuggets are tied right now. The Jazz have the tiebreaker. So, to, you know, if they do the same, then it's still going to be the same what it is right now. So what you see is basically what you get. So I don't want to go too far into the playoffs because we got the play-ins first. So I want to know between you got the Timberwolves, the Clippers, the Pelicans, the Spurs in the West in that order. And you've got the next Nets, the Cavs, the Hawks and the Hornets in the East in that order. I want to know who you guys think are going to end up finishing seven and eight after the play in. Go. <laughs> I'll go. Thanks. So, bud. Who's going? You going? I go. You go. I, I am. Uh, I'm team clip. I have been from the start. They lost. They what haven't a had. Uh, well, and we'll see. They haven't had Kawhi pretty much all season, I think. But uh, you never know. He might make an appearance in the playoffs. But I think they're going to make it in. And uh, I think the Pelicans are going to get in. I'm going to disrespect the T Wolves a little bit here, and I'm going to say they uh, lose out of the playing tournament. And on the east side, I've got, uh, I think the Nets are going to show up. I think, uh, I don't see any way KD doesn't get himself into the playoffs. And I think the uh, the Cavs, with my boy Mobley, assuming he's healthy, are going to do enough to squeak in as well. The thing with the Nets is that they're the seventh seed here, right? So they play, they're the home team in the play-in, which means that well, I guess it means Kyrie can play anywhere. So now, except for Toronto. So, but with, but adding Kyrie is a, that's, that's huge, right? That's a big, big. I heard thing. Simmons might actually play for this mm, challenge. He's been, uh, he's been ousted for the whole of regular season or regular season. No, he's, he's been I, ousted for the rest of the year. That's what I heard. I heard that he might play. Hmm. Challenge. Oh, I challenged. I don't think he's going to. I'm pretty sure they well, said he's like, not. How going do we go. do this though? We don't. Oh no, my god, not. we had this every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Wash it, fuck it. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's nope. a tough one to. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna. Uh, we tried one we're the gonna, other time, man. We're gonna I'm see thinking. if he plays. Mm. Okay. What we're gonna do it for? Like, I, I'm saying he, I heard he might play, but okay, I. Right, and I heard he's not going to. <laughs> like, it's all speculation at this point. No, you said he is 100% going to play. That's what I heard. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is what I'm going to lose a challenge on? No, I, I, just, I, I think it's impossible to. You can rescind it if you want. Yeah, like, it, it, I heard he might play, and this is why I wanted to talk about this before I was <laughs> interrupted. <laughs> but... That's Very why I, I, I got the Nets there too. Is he's finally gonna play? But like, who knows? Like he's 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 got that lawsuit going on too. So he, he's a weird yeah. guy. He he like I don't think the Nets need him to make this. So either if he plays or if he doesn't, it'd be nice to see him finally show up and see what uh, the Nets traded for. But I got the Nets in the East. I'm way more interested in investing in the East than the 
west because the west is boring minus the top six teams <laughs> and and i've been a hater of the play-in for the most part but the play-in for the east is actually very interesting this year i think so yeah i got the nets and i was gonna pick the hawks but i didn't want to be the same as fucking yosh so i picked the Cavs. hopefully mobley shows up i don't know if he is or not i've got no idea so you guys uh, both have the Cavs losing in the first play-in game but then coming to win the second play-in game yes, to exactly. move on yeah, and then I got Peter's Clips making it barely, but I got the T Wolves getting the seventh seed there. That's probably the smarter pick. Fuck it, I'm going with the Pelicans. <laughs> what do you got uh, going on there, Kev? I got T Wolves. I have the Nets, Pelicans, and Cavs. So seven, yeah. So you got T Wolves and Nets in the seven seeds, east to west or west and east, I guess. And then you got the Pelicans, Cavs. Yeah. All right. So I've got the T Wolves and the Nets for the seven seeds. And the eight seed for me is the Clip and the Hawks. Uh, I have a feeling, and I saw, I've, I've seen some Clipper games recently. And guess who has been warming up? Every fucking night, they say that he is completely uninjured. He's good to go. It's just a matter of conditioning in the time. Is that a raptor? That's the claw. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> it was a raptor claw. There, you're doing. Used to be, but not anymore. Used to be. <laughs> uh, if he comes back, Paul George is back now. Uh, Norm is back, and so if if they can get the claw and have that kind of three-headed monster if you want to throw norm into the the monster uh conversation um that's a stretch but okay yeah, it, it's we'll a stretch it. all right a, a two-headed monster in 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 pg and there's uh, a bit of horrorism in there i think yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's a good number three guy on that team so if he if those three guys are healthy or can get healthy for the playoffs man they the clip are looking a whole lot better than they did just a couple months ago. So well, all season, really. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, because they just got uh, Norm a couple months ago at the deadline, and uh, and Kawhi has not played. I don't think he's played a stitch of time this year. Yeah, I think so, you're right. Yeah. So. All right, so that's the plan. Now, we 100% know who the 20 teams are. It's just a, a matter of uh, where some guys are going to finish the teams. Um have any of your preseason picks changed? So just to recap, Kev, you had the Heat, which nobody thought was a, a great pick. I thought it was a half-decent pick, but I, don't, I think out of the other two guys, I think we're laughing at you, and they're the number one seed in the fucking East with the Heat. We li- I liked them, but I, I did not think they'd finish where they are. Uh, no, I'm sticking with them. I also did not. So. <laughs> Good job, Kev. Hey, hey. So Got I had one the, right. <laughs> going along with my uh, M- Steph Curry for MVP early, I chose the Warriors. Jess, early you had the Bucks, and Pete, early you had the Clip. So, <laughs> Kev, you've said that you're sticking with the Heat, and that's, oh, a, nah, sure. that's not a bad choice at this point, being the number one team. Uh, although, well, they might get by and not have to face the Nets, but that would be a crazy fucking series. If if, if the, the Nets were to lose the first game in the play-in and then win the second one, they would be the eighth seed. That would be wild seeing the Nets and the Heat in the first round. But uh, 
I, I just don't think that's going to happen. So, so Kev still got the heat. Uh, I don't want to take the Warriors still because I just don't <laughs> think that they're going to do it. What? You're reneging but, on your, but, uh, No, I'm going to stick with it. I, I, oh, I don't think they're going to do it, but I'm going to stick with it. Uh, Jesse, you had the Bucks. Do you think they're still going to uh, take For it? For sure. For sure. Even though they're going to be MVP-less? I'll, I'll take that for a fucking Larry <laughs> O'Brien trophy. Well, and there's a good chance that Giannis will be the MVP, the finals MVP if they were to win. So. The runner-up. We oh, already yeah. discussed this. <laughs> and Pete, you got the, had the clip. Are you still on the clip train? So before we get to that, I just want to go back to the Warriors for a second. Oh, he's got to because before if you, you guys <laughs> remember back in the season finale of season one, I had a hot take, sizzling hot, that when Clay Thompson joined the Warriors, they would have a worse record than what they had uh, leading up to him joining the team. Mm-hmm. And most of you laughed at me and told me I was dumb. There's no chance in hell because mm-hmm. Clay's a superstar, which I don't disagree with. Still think the same thing. You're dumb. But I said, because <laughs> sports, I bet that they the reasoning have... because sports. <laughs> That's exactly my reasoning. You can go back and listen to it. Uh, that they would have a significantly worse record. And that is exactly what happened. They are 16 and 15 with Clay in the lineup. And, uh, well, with him outside the lineup, obviously their record is 52 and 29. So they are significantly better than a 500 team with him out of the lineup, whatever that math works out to. So I just want to throw that out there. That's wait a second. You're wrong. Rebuttal. Their, their win percentage is better with him out. Exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. My, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Eight and a half beers. <laughs> Eight and a half percent beers. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so they are You're just, wrong. They're just <laughs> over 500. With right? him in. With him in. And what's their percentage with him out? They're, well, they're 52 and 29 on the season. So, so uh, 750-ish? better just better just a lot better a lot better <laughs> all right anyway, now i was right you were wrong just had to throw that out there now in the last couple of weeks steph has been out so that is definitely going to hurt their their chances of winning right and sure. that is why for the reason that they were going to do worse <laughs> with sports playing hey. the lineup i said the reason is because sports or you could also say the best Ability is availability. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Just centers are hidden hard. Take, take you back <laughs> off of Peter there. But I agree 100% on you, Peter there. You're right. Yeah. yeah. All okay. right. So the now, Clippers are not. The Clippers. <laughs> I am completely with everything that you said earlier about the Clippers with the clock coming back. I think they're finding their stride right at the perfect time. They obviously are going to have a really tough road. Uh, What are they? They're the eighth seed right now. Yeah. Hopefully the clock comes back. And uh, if he does, they might have a serious chance here, but um I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick to my guns. I'm gonna stick with them. I'm gonna say the claws back, and they're gonna do great. Wow! Wow! 
Just like the Leafs, right? Out in the first round. Um, it very well could be. If, for my money, I would take the Suns right now because they're the dominant team in the league. But for the fun of it, I'm going to stick with the clip. Day. Nobody's changing. Got to keep with our original. Well, there you go. So now you guys know that I placed $5 bets on each of these four teams plus the Raptors to win the championship. Uh, of course, uh, if you didn't know, uh, there has been a new law passed and whatnot that we can now bet on single games here in Ontario, which really fucked Jesse and I, Jesse yep. more so than me, yep. uh, because that meant that our, the app that we use or any app that you, would, that you would use, if you had any open bets, they had to be closed before this new thing could come into effect, uh, through the, for the Ontario government. So any futures that we had were canceled. And we're paid back at either the cash out rate, whatever, or the initial bet, whatever was higher. Now, really fucked Jesse because he had picked Kansas to win the March Madness, and which were they what they they did they did win, uh, but he had to take the cash out, which was uh, you know I'm sure a decent more than he bet for sure, but he lost out on that because he he could have won more money. Now, yes, he could have bet the next day on it but the odds wouldn't have been nearly as good because they were already in the final no they were already in the final so uh so jesse got screwed there uh i lost all of these these bets now that being said the clippers uh had zero cash out so i got my five bucks back i was happy about that (laughs) (laughs) uh the rest of it i believe the raptors was the same way i got the five bucks back for that the rest the box of warriors and the heat were all more in cash out so i you know but we got that you get the higher amount but either way this whole thing kind of screwed us, really screwed Jesse, because the day that they said you had to switch it up and it had to be cashed out was the fucking, the day it opened up for the, for this, uh, the new betting was on final March Madness yeah. night. It was the day. sun. It was the Sunday that in Ontario, it had changed at 1159. Yeah. And the fucking March Madness was the Monday, the Monday. So Jesse really got screwed on that one. Um, but he would have got his cash out money. So he didn't lose any money. He just lost the opportunity to win more money uh, based on a lot won. of months. And he would have won. It. I would have wrote, wrote it too. So, but uh, so I rebet on all of the teams. Uh, that, albeit, I knew that there's some teams that aren't going to fucking win. So <laughs> I just went instead of going really five bucks each. Did you really bet on the clip? Yeah, I had to. I, I was I wasn't oh, going to. No. I wasn't going to, but but I did anyway. So what I did is instead of going for five bucks for each one, uh, I think I still went five bucks for the wraps because it's the wraps, but I just went 250 each. So uh, like the money, I, it wasn't a big deal on the money. I just wanted to see what you you know who won and and if you would have bet on those guys at the beginning of the season, what you would have come up with. So obviously the odds were completely different uh, from when we when I initially made the bets. But uh, so we shall see if I win a buck or two bucks or I think the most I can win is like eight bucks. So it's, and that's the Raptors. So, but anyway, anyway, guys, I think that's about it for uh, the NBA. Kev, you're probably fucking sleeping over there. Or, uh, done talking about the NBA. Eh? You're about ready to get oh, into the golf. Are we still talking about the uh, rookie? Scotty yeah. Barnes, buddy. Scotty <laughs> Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't Scotty Barnes, but it was another Scotty. Why don't you tell us about the Masters? Yeah, just going to follow up with the Masters here, guys. Um, now, we had uh, some names that didn't even make the cut, like uh, Zach Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Justin Rose, Jordan Spieth, Bryson DeChambeau, and Vijay Singh. Just just 
for some of the, you know, big names that I, that I saw that were not even there. And wow. I mean, do you think VJ was actually going to make the cut? Come on, man. The guys, guys want it. Yeah. But, so he make, but he's also he pretty old. He's also pretty old. <laughs> what about like a Mike Weir? He wanted, do you think he was going to make the cut? Mm, no, 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 no. These but, other I mean, guys, these yeah. other guys, I don't know about Zach Johnson, but the other guys, just because I don't know too much about uh, Zach, but the rest of them, I figured for sure they all would have made the cut. Well, that kind of hurt you in a little bit of a, a thing that you and Jesse went into, right? Oh, yeah. We, we got fucked on that pool we went into. It was, uh, if, you, if you get guys cut, you get extra penalties and it screws you hard. So. Yeah, especially with um, Ostasen. Yeah, Ostasen, and he had to withdraw. So I got that's an extra guy that I got screwed on. And he's typically a half decent golfer, uh, especially in these, ma- or not Masters, but the majors. So. But yeah. yeah, I got I got screwed on that. But hey, it was ten bucks. It was fun, and uh, I watched. Definitely about, made me watch the Masters more. I pretty much watched the entire thing. Yeah, I tried to. You and COVID, uh, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else to do. <laughs> but the one big thing that was all shocking to us because we all said that Tiger wouldn't be here, but he yep. did play. Um, well, sorry, Pedro. No, I was definitely wrong on that one, and I'm happy that I was wrong. But yeah. But he did end up playing, which... Yo, did you take him in the pool? Yeah, man. Yeah. When I saw him ranked at like 953rd, I'm like, this guy has a serious chance to be good or half decent. I'm, of course, I'm clicking that button. Because I took him too. I didn't know if I was the only Why wouldn't you take Tiger, though, right? Because it's Tiger. But, I mean, this this Tiger is a little bit different that I I watched. He was good for Um, the first couple rounds. then, Then you saw his limp. You knew he was hurt. You knew he wasn't, you know... He was just sore. He just needs more, more, more therapy. Uh, I don't see him like I like I agree what they said after this um, with his uh, plus thirteen outing uh, at this Masters is that he's only going to pick and choose once again in regards to where he plays and how often. I mean, he can't have an incline up like you know downhill, uphill walk all the time because he won't be able to finish those matches. He's going to pick the ones that get are get him flat. a golf cart then for the no, inclines. You can't. I can't you do not. That. You have to walk. Because there was one player once before that was actually in a cart, and a lot of the PGA players were said, "That's it, you know, no, this guy can't be playing anymore if he's in a cart." That sounds that like was... jealousy. Well, it's it's a to- it's an advantage, right? Because yeah. that guy's not work walking eight kilometers or whatever the whatever the course length is, right? Where where everybody else is, and that that puts I, a that puts I, a strain on your body, right? I I get it. <laughs> Shouldn't be penalty that he's a, a guy that like was in a crash less than a year ago. <laughs> like, well, I mean, he did it. He did. And he's he like looked, the biggest in the sport. Like, but he had fun with it this time, guys. I mean, it wasn't like typical Tiger, where you know, if he was a plus thirteen, you know, do you think Tiger would just be, you know, oh, okay, happy go lucky? No, nah, man, he was just happy to play. But that's the way I saw, I saw Tiger. Good for him to be there. Good for him to try it out. Uh, and he also had the uh, four putt in the Masters for the first time ever. He's never four putted ever at a Masters besides this year. He's had uh, three three putts, I think, on that same day that he did the four putt. But wow, unbelievable! Kind of sounds like Pete, except the opposite. He's never not had a four putt. I'm oh! happy. I'm, ha- I'm happy when I four putt. <laughs> Got it in four. <laughs> I, Kev, I agree with the Tiger. It was fucking great to see him. I was jacked for the first couple rounds because I was so excited and just 
you know, I had that, that hope that, yeah, he's going to fucking win this thing, you know, or at least do really well and show the world that he can even do it on a bum leg. Uh, he couldn't, you know, he, he did what he could. And he had some really, really nice shots, but he had some really, really shitty shots. Uh, but it was, you know, it doesn't matter where he finished. It really no. doesn't. He was back. Yeah. And the, the crowds that were around him, even though, wow. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, like you said, Kev, I, I think he picks and chooses. He probably doesn't play next week, wherever that, whatever tournament it is next week, just because he's, you could tell, even after the first round, you could tell he was winded. He was pooched. He's tired, you yeah. know, but you haven't done it in a year yet. You know, sure. You've walked around like he did the, the, uh, the tournament with his kid there. Uh, and so, yeah, he's still walking that course. And he did rounds, uh, this week prior to the masters opening in Augusta. So he's definitely walking that time, but you could definitely tell that, that, uh, he was tired by the time he gets to the 13th hole, he was pretty much limping. done from yeah, a, from a fatigue standpoint, but For that's, sure. that's going to change that he'll get, he'll get uh, better that from that he'll, you know, he's going to get back into uh, more conditioned, if you will. Um, I say he just picks the, the, the courses that are mostly flat. That there's not going to be like an incline or um, you know decrease like an uphill downhill like I said Maybe. he's just going to take pick the ones that are basically flat. Do you think he ever wins another another tournament like oh tournament yeah period oh yeah for sure I say he does. I mean it's it's Tiger I mean like one of the big ones no just in general just a tournament no anyone oh okay but the, like he'll only play the, the open so he'll only do the big ones so unless he's just going to be going anywhere because well I thought the opens you have to like have a ranking for those you still ranked man I, okay but like a good ranking doesn't matter you still rank all right like I, the I, masters I you definitely like if he if he hadn't won a masters previous he wouldn't have been there no. he wouldn't have got right the invite, and that's right? what i'm curious so, about is but the rest of them are like that like the rest even the the players the the british open which is just called the open uh the u.s it's not the same it's you just, I mean, they're called open for a reason, aren't they? I mean, they, yeah, I guess. I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I just thought, you know, just st- stand on the Tiger thing here. And, and before we move off of it, I, I thought it was phenomenal that he's back. You know, like you said, Kev, the crowds just, you know, and like I, I had messaged you guys in our group chat. I'm like, I want to go see Tiger. Like, I got to see him before he retires. And it could be this year. You know, who knows? Like, he, it could be fucking six years from now. We don't know. I mean, you can play golf into your old man's eighties, man. Like you really can. Right. So maybe not at a high level, but you know, I mean, I don't care to see him win a championship. I just want to see the man play. I want to, I want to holler at him and cheer and, you know, to I mean, be able to see Jack was you... pretty old when he won uh, his last Masters, So he's very doable. I mean, it's possible. It's definitely possible, but, um, you know, hopefully his conditioning can get better and obviously will. I mean, he's just come off of this injury. So, um, but just, a what a, what a bonus for everybody, including the players to have tiger there. And you can see, so John Rom played with, with tiger today. Uh, so if that tells you anything, my pick last week of John Rom was not a good one because he was playing with tiger at plus 13. So, uh, but you could tell, like, so John Rom, he has said in the past that Tiger was his idol as he was, as, as Tiger was a lot of guys' idols. But you could see, like, every single time they walked from the T-block up the fairway, 
John Rahm would not let Tiger walk behind him. He would not let, would let him walk in front of him. They walked side by side and they had a conversation the entire time. And you just knew that like Rom was like, I'm playing with the greatest of all time or He's one of probably picking and his brain hundred percent or just, just shooting the shit. And just, it was just, for me, it was awesome to see. And, you know, Tiger has always been, he's probably been my favorite golfer of all time just because it's fucking tiger. He's been great. You know, there was a fucking video game made after him, right? Like, you know, I, I'm surprised they still don't have hey, Tiger man, Woods golf. Rory's honest, got but... a video game named after him too. So yeah, but it's the Tiger Woods game. Is it not? No challenge. It's not? Rory McIlroy has his own video game out there besides Tiger. Okay. I was asking a question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, but is it not the same EA Sports PGA Tour that was Tiger Woods? It was Tiger, and then did it not change because Tiger's not the top guy? No. No, it was just, you know, McRoy just has his own little. So it's not EA Sports is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, I'll say it's EA Sports. So there you go. There's your challenge. Yeah, there you go. It's not an EA Sports for Roy McRoy's challenge. Um, okay, there you go. Okay. So there, you get your fucking challenge. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to just – Touch on how much Tiger in this tournament it's meant EA just sports. to me. Yeah, yeah. For McElroy? <laughs> yeah, it's PGA Tour. It's the same game. For sure. So it's the same game. They just <laughs> changed the faces. Roy McElroy's in EA. EA Sports. Boom! Bang! Boom! Anyway, it's... Kev, carry on because I fucking <laughs> so I strangled you... your fucking your topic. <laughs> with even with last year's uh, winner, Hadakia Matsuyama. He finished with a plus two, so he didn't, you know, do as well as everyone. I, I thought, you know, had a good chance of kind of possibly repeating, but did not. Now I had Roy McIlroy to win it. He ended up playing, uh, placing second. Uh, Yoshi had John Rahm and Sneezy. You had Justin Thomas, which you know neither one of them did so well. I think Roy was the better JT pick out of all of them. Rom. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Like Rory was not good until today. Yeah. Like he was the best golfer today. He shot a minus eight, I believe today. And that he was lights fucking out. Did you guys see his last uh, bunker the, the 18th? So him and uh, Morikawa both in the bunker and Rory goes first. Rory, he Hold chips out. it out, but like, wasn't even chipping at the pin because he knows the lie of the green. He hits it onto a little slope on the green and it comes down, rolls all the way down and into the fucking cup. They flip off to, to somebody else. They go back to Morikawa, who's in the same bunker in a different location, more about pin high. And, uh, and he chips it out and holes out. So two guys, same group hole out within minutes of each other on the 18th. Nothing for nothing crazy. Like obviously uh, McElroy, he was, uh, what did he finish at minus seven, I believe. So, yeah. uh, you know, he, I mean, if, if uh, Scotty fucked up anymore, <laughs> then, then Rory would have had a chance here, but. Uh, oh yeah. No, cause I was watching that. That was hilarious. Pressure must've been on this dude. Oh yeah. His he was heart was a, racing. Man. He was at a minus 12 going into the 18th and he three put. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when it went by the first time I, I had a little giggle, ha oh, ha, he missed it. And then when he did it again, I went, holy fuck. Is this guy just choking? And then his like, uh, caddy came up to him. He's like, going, okay, man. Like, you got this, yeah, right? Just breathe. Yeah. It's just, you got this. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, thank you. Okay, I got this. Yeah, and then minus 10, this guy wins his first green jacket. So, 
Awesome. Yeah, it was uh, it was good for Scotty Scheffler. He was he was lights out. Uh, if I can just go back to last week, I said that I didn't like Scotty Scheffler, but in in uh, only because of his hair, and that I was wrong. It was uh, Cameron Smith is the guy that has the dirty ass mustache and, and the, the mullet. mullet. That so he basically looks like Joe Dierte. Uh, <laughs> he he played good all week ex- all week except for today. Wow, he, yeah, he really he shat the bed. The bed. He had a couple bogeys in the front nine uh, and then had a double on uh, the 12th. And that was what did him in. He, he had double bogey there. He put it into the water uh, on a par three. Yeah. He basically played like us hitting a six on a par three. And, uh, and you could just see as soon as he put it in the water, he was done. You can see right in his face, his body language, his, yep. he just, he, was he didn't out. even go to his drop spot. He took it further back than a drop spot. Yeah, but that was smart though. Uh, his 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 next shot wasn't great, but it was smarter because it's too hard to control the spin of the ball that close. Uh, yeah. So he, to move him back so he can get it up more in the air so he can kind of hit and stick. It didn't hit didn't, and stick. No. But I think that was a smart move by him. Um, but putting in the drink, you could just tell he was he was down and out as soon as he put it in the drink because he was within a like three i think i think it was i think at that point it was minus 10 to minus seven mm-hmm. uh and and cameron just he, he put it in the drink there and he just he just lost it all and you could just tell you know he did fight back a little bit in the last two holes but not obviously not, not enough. enough and rory was more he had more of a chance and he was sitting in the clubhouse too so but uh no good on scotty scheffler uh this guy fastest to Fastest to the number one ranking in, since winning his first championship, uh, first first tournament championship, any tournament in PGA history, which is fucking insane. Yep. 42 days from winning his first tournament to being the number one golfer. 42 days. Now hold That's the same it. jacket. Uh, the next fastest was Tiger, and his was like 250 some odd days. I think it was 252. Jesus Christ. Isn't that insane? Like I'm not saying that Scotty Scheffler is Tiger Woods by by any stretch, but he has been playing great yep. since February 13th. Okay, so the next major tournament, are you throwing some money down on? Why not? I mean, I mean, depending on how he plays up to that, yeah. I mean, next he major? definitely, yeah, he definitely has. And same with uh, same with Cameron Smith because he won the players and he finished. Yep. What, he ended up finished run. third, right? I think yeah. he finished tied for third. Um, yeah, and these are guys that you just wouldn't think of, and that's why, like, I was like, "Oh, I'm all about John Rom because he was, you know, he was the favorite, and but he didn't do much, so mm-hmm. he shit the uh, bed. He did shit the bed, yeah. So it was uh, pretty crazy there. So yeah, 42 days. That's insane to me, you know. And so here's a here's a crazy thing. So I'm not sure if you guys know this, but and I don't know, I can't remember the high school name, but. Matt Stafford and Clayton Kershaw went to the same high school. I knew that. that, is, is, yeah, right? that's I knew that. They, so they played baseball together. Uh, obviously, Kershaw went the baseball route. And Matt Stafford went uh, the football route. So there's one other guy that went to that high school. Kev, I'm sure you know because yeah. you probably watched it today. But do you guys know who that other guy was? Same high school. No. Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler, man. Same fucking high school, same time frame. Isn't that insane? Like three superstars in three different sports, all from the same high school. 
What are they putting the cafeteria food? <laughs> no water. shit. It's the water. No shit. What they so, put in that water? Oh, but uh, anyway, congrats to Shotty, Scotty Scheffler. It was he played a great, great round, great yeah. weekend. All, all four of his rounds were great. He played really well, even he on made, that 18th, even on that 18th of on um, oh, Saturday when he was, when when he he was, was hitting out of the fucking bush. Oh yeah. man, that was a hell of a shot. It was he just disgusting. It, yeah, like you know, he's he's underneath a tree in in like uh, you know the pine needles type thing, the mulch, whatever you want to call it. That's my and, kind of shot. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, this guy, <laughs> that's perfect. I'm I'm used to those shots too, right? I'm like, yeah, this is it. This is easy. This guy puts it like ten, maybe fifteen feet from the fucking pin, and like even everybody's like, this is insane. How did he do that? Like you know, that's a that's a Tiger Woods ask 2001 2002 type video shot game, you know yeah, video <laughs> it's a game video shot. game shot so <laughs> just crazy stuff so anyway congratulations to scotty shuffler and he he was great this weekend for sure yes we're gonna get into our box here guys who's taking care of this one? Oh, i will don't you worry all right take it over pedro so this week's box, we've got the rest of the tampa bay and toronto game from this past week for assessing 10-minute misconducts to Wayne Simmons and Pat Maroon. Now, why did they get these 10-minute misconducts, you might ask yourself? Why did they, Pedro? It's got to be for fighting, right? No, that'd be five minutes, and it wouldn't be a misconduct. It'd just be a major penalty. Got to be an extra fight, right? (laughs) No. Didn't touch each other at all in this exchange. They were just chirping. They were on the bench chirping each other happens all the time and uh for whatever reason i don't know if their chirps were next level <laughs> they were just so good <laughs> they had to get penalized but uh they were on the bench and they both got a 10 minute misconduct for chirping each other what the fuck is hockey gone to man uh, yeah. <laughs> apparently uh so they said that this was an attempt to, uh, I guess, settle the game and not escalate any further violence. But, uh, yeah, they were just chirping each other from the bench. Uh, according to broadcaster Brian Englom, uh, who's between the benches, Maroon told Simmons he'd be out of the league next year. It's a solid chirp. You can probably hear that a lot. Uh, as a chirp in the league. And then uh, Engblom said he couldn't repeat what Simmons said back. So it was probably good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But so afterwards, after the game, Marin was was in the press box and he said this game is going the wrong way. Uh, I guess you can't chirp each other on the bench now. I guess that is illegal. I guess it's better to watch 1980s hockey when guys are chirping each other. But I don't know why they did that talking about the referees and i don't know either let the boys chirp it's a it's a fundamental part of hockey you got to be able to chirp each other for sure so it's it's like the unsportsman uh for the nfl right the stupid penalty that they do there yeah yeah, taunting kind of thing they have they have they have another chance they get a warning but at least that's a rule in the nfl (laughs) Yeah, you can, you can chirp in the NHL. It's not illegal, <laughs> but it was this time for some reason. So yeah, I don't it's know. Pretty it's, stupid here, man. It's, yeah. I can't believe like you know they were both shaking their heads when they were skating to the fucking penalty. Uh, they were having a laugh about it in the they, box. They, they, were, they were giggling. They were still, like what the? They fuck? just kept chirping each other minutes? in the box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, it's not going to change anything. Like 
it's this is ridiculous. Like I can understand where if the refs wanted to de-escalate escalate the situation, but evidently, I mean, I guess it worked because they didn't fight, right? It didn't, it didn't, nothing happened after that other than just more chirping from the box. But I mean, I, I guess who's to say they would have anyway? So no, yeah. I don't think they would have. I don't know. It's just I saw that I was watching that game and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. It was like like not even six minutes into the fucking first period. Yeah, it was fucking stupid, man. I mean, as a Leafs fan, I'll take it. I'll trade Simmons for Maroon off the ice. For yeah, that's fair. But it Simmons, Simmons doesn't produce like he used to, so you know, it still shouldn't be a penalty. There shouldn't no, be a misconduct. No, I no. completely it's agree. So dumb. So dumb. So those refs, I don't know what their names were. Probably could have looked it up, but didn't. The refs that did the Tampa Toronto game for Damn this past Zegers. week, you're in the box. Damn it's yeah, man. It's just, it's just chirping. It's Come chirping, on. like we do all the time. I, I think it, they had to have said something about the refs for that to happen. Like, I, don't <laughs> <get> <laughs> I, I don't get why they would just like, oh, you gotta go, gotta de-escalate. So like they got a as... they got a penalty for hurting some feelings. Like, come yeah, on. Like as, as long <laughs> as, as have you heard not... the refs? You can't say anything wrong about the refs in any sport. All right. Oh, the in, in the NHL, they get told to fuck right off and fuck Oh yeah, fuck what are you doing? What are you talking about? That oh, yeah. it's no different than any. Like you see the dust ups that happen between managers and baseball. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they throw hats down. <laughs> They're ready to throw arms. Aces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is fucking stupid, man. I, I just can't believe that they gave these guys a penalty. And it's definitely like, embarrassing. Damn yeah. right, man. What the hell has the NHL gotten to? You can't even sit there and chirp one another. That's why Jess and I don't watch too much. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Playoffs are a different story, though, boys. Playoffs are a different story. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be watching. Just watch that chirping. Watch that chirping. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I mean, we only have to watch one round for the rest of us, right? Cutting these guys deep. <laughs> Especially if it's going to be Boston oh, first one we face. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, Probably shit. Boston or Tampa, but we might talk about that next week. We'll see. We'll see. So that's it for the penalty box. Uh, we can jump into the scores. Yeah, yeah we can. We're not talking Couple. about football, Jesse. No, not this time, no. No. Peter. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, so three challenges today. Uh, yeah, boys, we did good. <laughs> first of all, the... Uh, Jesse thought the uh, Houston Texans were playing in the MLB. Challenge. <laughs> he, he thought it was the Texas Texans. <laughs> the, the Texas Texans. <laughs> Not Houston. <laughs> I just think I slurred my words there when I was trying to say Texas. Yeah. Was oh, Texans. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was early, but the 10.0 beers hadn't fucking come into effect yet. <laughs> hey, man. It happens when you don't have dinner and you start hitting the 10, 10 point. They're beers. just full of excuses <laughs> today, aren't you? <laughs> Okay, so that's a plus one for Josh, minus one for Jesse. And then uh, I couldn't do math in my head. I thought 213 but million I could. divided by seven. <laughs> you probably just <laughs> So I thought that's uh, 213 over seven is less than 30. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's more. Uh, so Jesse was right on that, and I was wrong. And then uh, we had the pga tour video game that used to be tiger woods and is now rory mcelroy but is in fact the exact same game the uh, sports 
It's in the game. It's in the game. So, Josh, big day for Josh. Yeah. Up another one there. Uh, one off of Kevin. And uh, we have some March Madness scores as well. Why don't you tell us about those, loser? Let's let's. Hey now, let's hey now. <laughs> so <laughs> he's so disappointed. Where should we start, Peter? Where do you want to feel your shame? <laughs> we'll start from the bottom. <laughs> Might as well take my lumps early. Even though I had, I think, the exact same number of picks I had last year to get yep. second place. Yep. This year it was good for last. So, so no I took a minus one. So no improvement. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think I needed to. I was comfortable with a, uh, just a plus one. I, didn't, I don't need to win. I just need to be positive. That's where I thought I was. You're but... sure as fuck not positive anymore, bro. Yep, yep, yep. Didn't go well. Down in the gutter. Down in the gutter. These things happen. We'll get out of it. So minus one for me. Then we go to Kevin. I don't know how many you got right, Kevin. I can't remember, but yeah, more, more, more than you. He I was more than me, but uh, he had than the other two. Thirty-four is what he had, right? Uh, so one more than me. Just yeah. enough. Yep. Just it, everybody is one more. It's 33, 34, 35, 36. Ooh, we were so, close. Like I said, we everyone improved except for Peter. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most people are significant. <laughs> uh, so Kev got the zero for being in third place. Uh, Josh, I guess, would have been thirty-five. Good enough for second place in plus one. And fucking Sneezy with Kansas. Fuck you, Sneezy. Keeping got up with the streak, boys. Keeping up with the streak. Got MLB. Got NFL. Got March Madness, which I won't get an extra point for, which is bullshit. Going to lay out the ground rules first, bro. Yeah, yeah buddy. Hey, man, there's, there's worse odds here, and I don't get a point for it. You could have. All you had to do was lay out the ground rules. Sneezy, you hear that? That's the world's smallest violin, it looks like. I mean, yeah, like, I'm, I'm dominating, so it doesn't seem to matter. <laughs> I'm just fucking, you guys were saying the rules need to change for when you pick a fucking winner. I wouldn't get too just, cocky. Just, just to tell you, ahead. it would just increase everything that I got on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that brings our season totals. Jesse had a decent day. He went up by uh, uh, two. Because of madness. But there, the math worked yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So he's up to plus four on the season. Who's in uh, second place now? Oh. Uh, Hang on, he's doing the math, so it's going <laughs> to take a while. <laughs> right, we'll go to we'll go to Josh next. We had a big day, plus three on the day. Yeah. Climb climbs up to a minus one for yeah. second place. Leapfrog. I had a rough day. Minus two, drop down to minus two on the season. And don't worry about that. Don't worry. Don't worry. worry. I've got you all. It's okay. And drops down to minus nine. By the way, boys, when are we uh, celebrating last season's victory? Well, you're back now. So, yeah. I am back. We should go some golfing and then do it. That's a good plan. That is a good plan. That's a good plan. Way to go, Kev. We knew you brought you. We brought you on here for some reason. <laughs> Not for my looks, I know that. Well, more of the looks than the sports knowledge, but it's, 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 it's the change of clothes. I think it's. Oh yeah, the wardrobe there. changes. Wardrobe changes. So next week, uh, actually, we're gonna have to do it. Do you want to do it before the plans are done, or do you want to wait until the plans are are over and do a bracket for the NBA? 
Yeah, I would say after. After, yeah. After, okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll let the play-ins finish up, and then we'll do a bracket, and then I guess are we doing we'll be... a bracket or just picking a winner? No, no, let's do a bracket. Let's do a bracket. We didn't do a winner last year. It was the same yeah. thing with the NHL. We should have done one. Which we yeah, up. yeah. It'll be another week before we do the NHL one, but we'll do this. We'll do a bracket. Uh, a couple NHL weeks. as well. NHL doesn't start. Till yeah, yeah, the... yeah. Because there's still I mean, ten games or so. We'll see two weeks. Yeah, doesn't yeah. start till May. Yeah, but yeah, so we'll definitely do that. So um that'll be uh some extra chances that jess that's your next chance to uh, keep the streak going bud picking your yeah, uh, nba winner now go, Jesse. now the real, real question is even though you called we all kept with our originals your original votes here the bucks the clip the the warriors mm. and the heat are we actually going to pick those guys in the bracket 100 for me 100 for me <laughs> live and die <laughs> Well, it'll be interesting. I don't. I, I mean, I like, increases my... your odds to fucking winning the bracket. Diversify. <laughs> <laughs> Diversify your portfolio. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Jess, I know you're fucking drunk, I'm so drunk. I'm gonna start with you. How was your drink? Why would we start there? Because he's the start there. He's, he's the champ, man. He's, he's drunk, champ. and I want to start with him. I he's I earned champ. that right, Kevin. He's earned that right. Okay. I won the bracket challenge. Whatever. No point for <laughs> winning. He talks too much, one. but he's earned that right. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a skull on it, bud. Oh Just shit! Beer, kind of. Like. So yeah, the Coco Dojo. Coco Imperial Dojo. Stout. Very good. Prince Eddie's, which is Prince Edward. Are you so sure weird. it was really good? Because your first reaction was, "Hey man, it's good overtime." Flavors get overtime. <laughs> yeah, you're like, "Oh, look at all those flavors." <laughs> Tons of flavors, just like when we in uh, Costa Rica, we got juice, and they asked us what was in it, and we said, "He fruits. said fruits, fruits." <laughs> <laughs> uh, fruit juice. For what context, for context, fruits. we were on an excursion. We went to a fucking a lunch thing. <laughs> Buddy pours us some fruit juice. He's like, oh, here's some fruit juice. And we're like, well, what kind of fruits? He's like, yes. Fruits. <laughs> fruits. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, That's good times. Yeah, it was yeah. stellar. Yeah. They're out in uh, Picton. Good beer. Picton or Penticton? No, Picton. It's oh, okay. in, out in uh, Prince Edward. So it's oh. right, right before, uh, well, it's well before uh kingston so just after gta but it's good lots of good uh beer and wine out in that area check it out kev how was yours my jurassic uh cameron's brewing ipa strong beer at a 6.8 what's the list looking at it's actually done out of oakville nice like it i think i'd probably do this one again off the For show? Sure. Maybe I mean, we, that's the key. If maybe, you will drink one off the show, then we maybe, know it was good. Maybe when we go to Civic, you will, we'll see. Oh, we should definitely do something where we just get a bunch of fucking beers that we had on the shows and just bring it to Civic and just have a gale time where I kick all your asses and wash your tops. Hey man, for you, like you two points, for, yeah, for two points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take them. I'll take them. Oh fuck, you need them. You need yes, them. Yes, I know. <laughs> so since since we're carrying on and not prodding it back to Peter, I'm gonna go to Yosh. How was? Oh shit, he's mixing it up. Might as well go to the 
loser at the end. Leave the bitch to the end. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with myself. Uh, I'm just... All right. So Radio the Mothership Collective Arts out of Hamiltizzle. Uh pretty fucking tasty. Eight and a half percent. Uh as I mentioned, that it's got a different look to the can. Look at That's this cool. shit, boys. That is cool. Same beer, different, different can. That's it's cool. like it's a it's like it's a collection of art. It's weird. Yeah, it's like that, right? Uh, anyway, I really enjoyed this one. Um, the alcohol content was nice because I'm just about as drunk as Jesse. <laughs> and <laughs> a tasty, tasty, tasty. And, you know, I'm not like Kev. I would drink this on my own uh, without the show. Um, and that's how it goes. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Petey, how's your bitch beer? <laughs> yeah th- thanks bud <laughs> no problem man anytime i live to get my uh my bows full-time ipa uh bows straight out of van cleek hill in ontario of course you're on a van cleek hill of course i don't know, I don't know what the fuck that is <laughs> uh, it, was, it was good nice 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 strong beer you know it's the bitch beer strongish but uh yeah six percent pretty good beer and a few of these leading up to the show too, so I was, uh, I might be at a high level also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually, I'm good at math. So you know. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> we have, but it was good. So, I think it was a pretty good show, guys. What do you think? Thanks, I do. But shouldn't we revisit the rookie of the year in the NBA? Oh my yeah, god! Let's do it one more time. Who do you guys got? <laughs> I'm sticking with Scotty Barnes. Barnes. It's Mobley. But also, the three-point line. Does it need to <laughs> I say by about a foot to two feet. You know, or keep the baselines the same, but move that little arch back. Maybe you should just shrink the fucking hoop. The hoop. That's, that's, that's for the I female. Mean, that, that's for the, like, you know, the WNBA. Well, why couldn't you shrink it for the uh, for the men? Keep the, the three-point line where it is. Because it's not the same the size ball. It doesn't matter. Make it more difficult. It's not balls not going to fit through it then at that point. It'll it'll fit. Just oh you can God. fit like four basketballs through a hoop or something oh. like that. It's like it's bigger than you think. I mean that maybe, maybe is, three. That's like a challengeable offense. Yeah, it's after it's challengeable. It is after hours. <laughs> You're lucky you said something stupid after the fact. <laughs> yeah, you you hit fact. our drunk level. I got I got to try and work on saving them all forever. Throw them off the episodes. Yeah. All right, guys, for each one of you, for me, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to us here at Points Penalties. Please subscribe on YouTube, right about here, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe there, too. Give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Points Penalties. And until next week, stay stay out out of the the penalty penalty box. box.